Hello, and welcome to Pop Salsa. Pop Salsa, wow. Pop Salsa. Look at I remember this week. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm your host. Uh, my name is Joel. I am accompanied by my friend Ernesto. Hello. Ernesto, what was your week, man? It was good, good. Tiring. Tiring? Sleepy, yeah. Have you a uh, job hunt? How's it going? Yeah, uh, I got an email from DreamWorks. Oh, yeah. look at you. And then <laughs> Mr. Fancy. Uh, a little dance. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was for an internship, and I don't know if it'll pan out. But they just like, hey, we want to talk to you or something. I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, are you gonna do it? Yeah, prob- probably. Just, just stay keep busy, right? Yeah, as long as you have your foot in. If it doesn't pan out now, if you leave a, a good enough impact, then maybe down the line. That's what happened to our definitely our buddy Blake. Like he entered, right. he entered at Paramount um, like some years back, and then out of the blue, he got a. a a call or a text from somebody who worked under he worked under and then that's how he got his position at uh nickelodeon, nickelodeon I, think. Yeah. I think yeah yeah so jelly yeah, hopefully jelly. yeah hopefully fingers are crossed man right yeah for you um what you been watching well not too much i watched the suicide squad not air cut. The suicide squad. oh right suicide squad. right excuse me suicide <laughs> squad the air cut oh, not the air, the, the air, the air suicide squad, right? the first suicide mm-hmm. squad and I got to say, it's not as bad as people are making it out to be. Well, you got obviously got to uh, take into consideration how much people blow shit out of proportion. Yeah. You know, like, the, it ha- don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and this is not the, the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> suicide Squad. <laughs> right, if any hill. Yeah, it's not going to be Suicide yeah, not Squad. Not at all. Um, but it has its moments. Yeah. And seeing that the moments that it has... It makes me to believe that maybe there is another version of this movie out there that makes better sense. Yeah. When I was watching, this is the first time I watched it. I think you've watched only once. once yeah. And that's really all you really once need. And, yeah, <laughs> one was one and done. And it's... Yeah, uh, you quit it, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they still say that? I, oh, gosh. I feel... I don't know. Do they still say that? Last time I heard people were saying, like, that's wet. Like, that's cool. Like, that's so wet. Like that's I, I, over my anyway Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's over your pay grade. It's right, it's right over my pay grade, and it's uh, it does feel choppy, mm-hmm. uh, and choppy in terms of structure, in terms mm-hmm. of pacing, but also in terms of cuts, which was a weird critique. I w- I didn't know I'd be saying with a triple a triple A right, a good mm-hmm. about an A plus like up there movie. Yeah. In terms of properties, because it's like the DC property. property yeah, right. the studios, the property, right. Uh, right? All that what would be considered a. High profile. Right. Oh, that's way better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the high profile. And uh, a lot of the... I don't know. I haven't watched The Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the people they casted in that one, they did a pretty good job portraying their characters in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Right? Like... like uh, I don't know the real Joel world Kinnaman. names. George uh, Kinnaman. Joel, Joel Kinnaman. Joel, Joel Kinnaman. That was Rick, Rick, Rick Flagg. Yeah, Rick yeah. Flagg was good. I, I Harley Quinn, I, I don't really follow her too much about the comics, but she was really into it. Like Margot yeah. Robbie really liked, like she really loved playing Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's why I get the sense that um, out of all the characters that, all the, the actors cast in that movie... Uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn was the one that hit the ground running. Right. Um, obviously, she's been in uh, the fabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn by the Birds of Prey or Joker. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I weirdly enough, I watched that one first. You did, and not th- today. But uh-huh. you know, I watched it in the theaters before post pre pre pandemic. Yeah, I watched that one in the theater, and I was like, "Well, this is pretty cool. I like I like the things that's going yeah. on in front of my face." It's that movie was the the 
fabulous emancipation. Of, <laughs> you really got I don't even know. The, the you're home, almost, I think that's the, right. Was it the emancipation? Uh, the fa- Is, no. Wasn't it the Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation Man, of know. one Harley Quinn? Yeah, some crazy <laughs> bullshit like that. It's like that, that, that one of the Who Killed Jesse Jane written by some, like that like, long ass <laughs> long ass title. You know what I'm talking about, right? The Vaguely. Who Killed Jesse James and White Earp or some shit. I don't know. White <laughs> It's something akin to that. Um, but it felt like that movie, the, the Birds of Prey movie, was so much more uh, contained within itself. Right. Like, I understand what it was supposed to be from A to B to B to C. Right. But, the, the like you were saying, the, the Suicide Squad, in, in Suicide Squad, not the Suicide right. Squad, that's going right. to be fucking Yeah, let's just say, like, gun and air cut. Air, the air cut. Air V. A, yeah, a, the AV. AV. And then the GV. GV. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, well, Suicide Squad. Right. The one that came out in 2016. If, yeah. Like you said, it felt like there was just cuts randomly. The pacing was off. And right. It didn't know what it was supposed to be. Right. We were talking about how the you felt like the the ink monsters like elevated the, the movie a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I felt like it was uh, missing something. With yeah. the ink monsters, like yeah. we were talking about the the uh, Jared Leto's per- per- portrayal of the Joker, and the story arc that he had in that movie, and I felt like maybe the Joker had a much bigger role, right? Um, and it obviously we all saw that movie, and it it wasn't like that. Yeah, it's a, it's something that like the first half of it just was exposition and then mm-hmm. it's it's so hard to not compare it to Guardians and I'm not comparing it to Guardians in terms of like oh my gosh they're doing music soundtracks is it hard because it's an ensemble film? no I, I, I think the use of music uh, I like okay, licensing like pop, music right. to music okay. right just music in general because when I I think of music I think of TV yeah. Right there's a, a show I watched religiously, and it's ironically called Lucifer, mm. and every episode had some sort of music element right towards mm-hmm. the end, and it's supposed to you know wind you down because of the events that happened. But this movie, at least in the first forty minutes, I counted, there's back to back like music, music, videos. and then graphics, and then they're not even consistent with the graphics because not all of the characters get the same treatment. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like the whole adding, because I, I think I remember reading one, that the music wasn't a part of it. Mm. Like I think Ayer said that, right? The music. Yeah, wasn't, I vaguely remember that. Wasn't yeah. a part of it, and that happened until um, Warner Brothers decided to recut the film yeah. prior to its release. So it did. It did feel like I do remember seeing it sitting in the theater and watching the movie and being like, "This kind of feels like a music video." more so than a film (laughs) right right it does it it really does you know there's this it's a cool graphic Mm -hmm. it's I think when they did Deadshot Mm -hmm. and they did his like qualifications and there's like bullets raining and he's just kind of posing that scene was dope when he killed the guy yeah it was really cool waiting for um, the the guy who paid him to go double yeah and then he's like he's walking in right, and then he just ricochets the bullet and just he just gets (laughs) over right that was that was really cool that was pretty dope yeah um, seeing Batman as well, Batman and, and the Flash, and Fla- and Flash. The, yeah, the Flash. He's the one who, weirdly, he's the one who got Captain Boomerang. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, it, not weird. Why weirdly? That's his one of his main villains. Right. Like, but Captain it just kind of, just kind of, you know, like oh, yeah, here's a metahuman, and then that's all we're gonna see. You're not gonna see like Wonder Woman or anything. <laughs> You're waiting for the the good shit. Right. It, I well, would have when I first saw the. Good. <laughs> the quotation's <laughs> good. But when I saw the trailer and then I thought 
all of them would have been caught by their respective villain, he, villain uh, or heroes, villain, hero, heroes, yeah. right? So it makes sense, Captain. That's true. That's what you mm-hmm. said. Captain Boomerang's the Flash, mm-hmm. and then I guess Deadshot would Batman. be Batman. Mm-hmm. So I would Harley Quinn, Harley, Harley Quinn, Batman, and Killer Croc. Batman. Batman. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much uh, everybody on this line who, else? who got caught by Batman go, and it's like everybody but Captain Boomerang. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. Mm. They're pretty much entirely from Batman's Batman. Rogue Gallery. Yeah. So without spoiling it, the the Suicide Squad, what Rogue Gallery are they from? It's more they're more obscure characters. Mm-hmm. Like there's a peacemaker, like honestly I've never like maybe like a one who wears a toilet on yeah. his head. <laughs> um, polka dot man, mm-hmm. uh, King Shark. So we know ba- um, Batman. That has yeah, Batman. Batman. Yeah, King Shark. Um, Who's the Capaldi? The guy with the uh, the needles in his head. The brain. I think the brain. The, <laughs> call himself that. Pinky the brain. Brainiac? No. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the brain. I I don't know if if he's he might have been like a different um like a different origin. Because mm-hmm. like if if I don't want to spoil the movie for you since you haven't seen it, but uh, I'll stop asking. <laughs> well, it's it's just like there's the the Nathan Fillion character who just uh, his arms dislocate. Yeah, that's people. disgusting. <laughs> I, I saw I didn't see the trailer that he was in, but I saw like the still yeah. and it shows his arms and it's yeah. like dislocated. I was like, oh, that's gross. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the like the dumbest superpower. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. It's yeah. Um, then you have uh, the weasel. Oh. Is it literally a, a weasel? It's just a, a man in a weasel suit. Well, yeah. It's James Gunn's brother in a weasel, <laughs> in, in, a weasel. in a motion mocap suit. Oh my as gosh! The oh my gosh! That's um, funny. But yeah, I don't. I don't. It, I feel like it's a much more wide uh, cast of obscure DC characters that that James Gunn decided to pull from. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm all for it. You know, any any iteration of these characters that, that come to life, I'm all for. It. Right. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't really I don't really have to have like some a passionate following <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's funny because it seems like it's something tactical mm-hmm. because if you get from these obscure characters mm-hmm. you don't risk fan backlash yeah well like and you also have to take into into thought that the the movie is called Suicide Squad so right. <laughs> it, 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 it lends to reason that some of them are gonna die. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah. it's not like you're gonna kill off Batman right. or shit like that. <laughs> right, which is weird because in Suicide Squad, uh-huh. it's like there are people who die, but Immediately. but they're not <laughs> part of the Suicide Squad. Like yeah. GQ, which I don't know why they call him GQ. He blows himself up, mm-hmm. and it's like okay. Yeah, Slipknot, right. They, not even, they didn't even see a, an ink monster. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the man who would climb anything. Yeah. Know, and then yeah. he uh, dead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, overall, the, the overall Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. it wasn't great, but yeah. it did have its moments. I do like that they did a lot of vignettes to, to call back to the um, animated series. Mm. Like the scene of them dancing, re- recreating the Mad Love um, uh, front cover. Yeah. Um, and then the, all the Batman scenes that were in the beginning. Arkham. Um, I Arkham. mean, you go, mm-hmm. we go to Arkham. So yeah. Like, we haven't seen Arkham before. Yeah. And then, like, I'm, al- I'm always, like, wondering, what was the actual Joker's role? Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, in the, in the first trailer that came out, before the whole music videos, all that shit started <laughs> popping, uh, we saw more of the Joker. It looked like there was going to be much more involvement between the Joker and the Harley Quinn storyline. Right. What then it actually ended up happening, which was that Enchantress used her power to kidnap 
Mandelwaller because she had her heart or something. Right, which is hilarious yeah. because it's like we saved her. Oh, okay, they do this whole elaborate fly down and then they get blown up and they get they crash yeah. to helicopter. And then it's like one just giant CG fight at the end. Right, with, uh, <laughs> pretty much. It's like, brother, help me! And like, it's a, like a Mayan god reborn and some other type of god. <laughs> like my god could kick your god's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not gonna lose my family. Or like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um. Yeah, they're they're if it, it felt off that movie. Yeah, and and unfortunate because any like I'm a DC fan. Uh, I like Marvel. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they I'm not gonna lie. Like um, the Marvel does have some characters that I, I enjoyed and it, that I enjoy and have enjoyed uh, throughout my life. But mm-hmm. DC has always been my my cup of tea. Yeah, and then seeing that there's not not just only not only they're doing Superman, Batman. You know, the, at that point they were just about to release Wonder Woman uh, and then it, it, when they announced Suicide Squad it showed like okay maybe we have this like this vast um, Rolodex of, of characters that we can pull from why not just start doing that and I was like oh this yeah. is a great way for them to do that yeah but you know <laughs> it ultimately comes down to especially after the Air movie it ultimately comes down to the the, the three main DC superheroes are going to carry the whatever it is that DC uh, Warner Brothers at the time was planning. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's something that it's uh, see when I when I watched Suicide Squad, mm. I, I started thinking about when did you watch it? About two hours ago. Two hours. Were you just watching today? <laughs> yes. When you when you when you messaged me around twelve, I was like, all right, I can I can crank this out right before. Well, about two hours ago, so it's fresh wow, in my that's head. Fresh in your head. Okay. But uh, I, when they introduced when they were fighting and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I was I was thinking of Justice League Dark, mm-hmm. and like, what if instead of the Suicide Squad, why not have the Justice League Dark characters and you have like Constantine and Satana. Yeah. stuff like that and uh, I don't know what else <laughs> like uh, uh, man Swamp Thing Swamp Thing man, man thing. God, Jesus, that's wrong, <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah. Swamp Thing and um, um, yeah, the, the house the floating the flying house you know which one you know no, where don't. Constantine lived oh vaguely yeah. I remember I remember laughing uh, <laughs> a lot about that but, but yeah, yeah. Th- didn't they announce that they were going to eventually yeah. lead up to a Justice League Dark with yeah. uh, Guillermo del Toro directing? Yeah, and then I think that fell through. That fell apart. Yeah, yeah. and then it's been in development hell. But it, it would the grittiness of it lends more credence towards a Justice League Dark movie because mm-hmm. I know I know Suicide Squad it's in the name right, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be gritty and stuff like that. But I feel like there's some ounce of hilarity when it comes to the, the people assembled. Yeah. Right. It's like these are different varieties of villains, and they bring their own kind of madness to the table. But Suicide Squad made all of the villains kind of uniform yeah. in terms of color and grittiness, and like, like Captain Boomerang is fairly vivid. You know, he's blue. He has a little beanie, but he's <laughs> he's brought beanie. down to the grittiness of the whole Air movie. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, that that kind of just goes in play with you know, what superheroes movies have become, you know, like mm. we look at what they look like in the comics and you're right. They're these vibrant, yeah. uh, uh, colorful looking movies that are designed to attract the kid's eye. And yeah. now, um, if you're going to go sit and watch a, a movie, especially a superhero movie, they already got you. They yeah. don't need to, <laughs> to make, to make yeah, that's that. That's true. Like we got you. Bitch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I remember the fucking outpour that happened when, uh, Superman lost his G string. Right. Right. <laughs> 
and people just lost their shit. Like, oh. why, is, why are they taking his underwear off? Like, does, it, does that really matter? Like, it's, it's like, I mean, like, yeah, it's iconic, but come on. You know? Yeah, that's the weirdest. It's like that in the, wasn't there boxers ones? Where it's like he has a little bit, not the underwear, but there's a little bit of boxiness. Yeah, like a short short. Right, and they got mad at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was weird already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, the, they, they kind of muted everything, the... the 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 Harley Quinn look, you know, uh, it she's varied throughout throughout her years. Like it started with the court jester look type right, of thing, and right. then it went to like more of a emo hot topic, you know, somebody who shops a hot topic <laughs> type of thing. And then I felt like that's what stuck the most. Yeah. But in the, then the Suicide Squad, it, it turned her into like what like this deranged looking from the like, trailer. Yeah. Yeah. From what I yeah. remember, she was like. I the tr- one, the bit from the trailer I remember is they're rescuing her, mm-hmm. and then she already killed everyone. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and then she's like a bloody nose, and she's <laughs> like her, her like her face are all fucked up, and and then she makes a joke like you want me to go back in there. Uh, that scene is dope. Well, yeah, and and that trailer I was like, wow, this is hilarious, <laughs> and and it's the approach of what James Gunn did, mm-hmm. and he approached the Suicide Squad as a war movie. And that's what it definitely feels as though it's supposed Have you seen to it? be. No, okay. <laughs> just, just the, the, the news trailer? from it, right? But when I watch Suicide Squad, and it looks like it wants to be a war movie mm-hmm. in terms of the muted colors and all that stuff, but it doesn't go full into it. It's always dancing the you know it's a it's a comic book movie, but it's also about characters and emotion. But it's also a gritty war film, but it's mm-hmm. also a love with a chatteress and. You know, yeah, that that kind of was that. That's where I kind of, you know, started pulling out of when they really <laughs> pulling out. But um, um, pulling out of the. <laughs> can you not say that phrase and not have it feel like a, a euphemism? I'm so. Uh, I'm, so oh, I got, I'm an adult. Yeah, but. We both are adults, but well, I'm saying what took me out of the movie was right, that yes. when when it revealed that. Um, Rick Flag, right? That's Rick yeah, Flag. Rick Flag, right. His character was in love with the not Enchantress, but the archaeologist or whatever. June Moon. Yeah, who who, who uh, touched the rock or some shit? And right. Enchantress like enchanted her, and now yeah. she's Enchantress. Right. Yeah. I was like, why? Why is? What's the point of that? I mean, you, she broke the statue. Like uh-huh. she picked up the statue, she broke it in half, and then Enchantress possessed yeah. her. Yeah, and so I was like, when that happened, I was like, why? It doesn't really need, like, a love uh, factor to anything. You know, like, in Rogue Rogue One, the whole movie, you have, like, this really hot chick. Mm -hmm. And then you have, like, this moderately okay, (laughs) rugged-looking guy. And then at the end, they, like, embrace each other because they know their their doom is nigh. Would that scene have uh, been better or worse if they, like, kissed? Or, like, they showed some sort of romantic... uh, feelings towards each other right like right. would it have been the same or would it have been different i think it would have been different yeah and it kind of would have ruined that whole right. moment right i mean the hug itself already in my opinion mm-hmm. ruins it simply because it's like, like you guys basically hated each other right the whole movie. right you guys talk crap to each other and mm-hmm. then this guy's like he was gonna kill you blah 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 blah. yeah but, but it would it's it's like a left field sort of thing oh that's that's kind of it kind of felt like i want to say left field but like mm-hmm. like um What's it called? Like you follow the script. It's 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 already been um, like to the uh, letters sort of yeah, thing. Like it's you like, something a movie has to have some sort of. Oh romantic yeah, so it's like cliche. Yeah, yeah like I, it, I feel like that's it, it, if it would have done that, then it would have followed that archetype of movies that they have. Right. Um, 
in in, the, in Suicide Squad when he was like, oh yeah, don't I want to kill her because I want you know I want to keep banging her or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've never been a witch, never been with a witch before or something like that. <laughs> I don't feel like that was necessary. Yeah. It just like the like Rick Flag, the mercenary leader of the Suicide Squad. You know, you're not supposed to have some sort of romantic entanglement with the villain. Right. Right. Uh, I like, do feel like like you said, it's something that. Like, oh, this is what people like in the mm-hmm. movie. So we have to have a romantic aspect. Yeah. But the romantic aspect doesn't really impact anything until the end. Yeah. I mean, she, no, she doesn't die, right? Yeah, she comes out of a cocoon. Yeah, the, the cocoon. Yeah, the cocoon of an enchantress or something like that. <laughs> and it's like, oh, cool, way to have your cake and eat it too, yeah. right? It's, it's, yeah, so overall, the movie, I mean, it wasn't great. It has its moments. Yeah. Um, I'm still willing uh, willing and wanting to see a, a different version, be it the... I was reading the article you posted about um, the air cut and the studio cut tested exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And then the, it was reading it that one of the producers of uh, The Dark Knight Returns, Rises, mm-hmm. uh, also has a cut of that. Yeah. So I'm thinking any of these versions, I'll gladly see and, and make up my mind on whether or not the uh, either the I, we know the studio one didn't work. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, nothing. I don't think anything they show us can any other alternative version of the movie they show us is going to be worse than that. Mm. So I'm willing to, to roll the dice on the other two. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so it's three at this point, right? You got the yeah. air cut, you got the studio cut, and then there's this other cut that's a more centered and more fuller. Yeah, the better storyline. Better, better, bigger, stronger. Yeah, better, bigger, <laughs> stronger. Longer and harder, faster. <laughs> but a scene here that the... What's it? The, one of the producers said that both versions, the air and the studio cut, tested exactly the same. Do you actually believe that? No. no after believe watching it, I, I don't believe anything. <laughs> I don't know what to believe. Because, what's up? What's down? Yeah, what's, uh, like, what's a cut? What's a fade? I don't know what's going on. But it, the, what we have, which is the studio cut, uh-huh. it's, it's butchered. Very. Right? It's Very. a lot of it's like, it's cut up. It's mm-hmm. random. There's one scene we were talking about prior to the show, and it's with... Uh, Harley Quinn breaking and getting a purse. Mm-hmm. And then I remember thinking, sitting there, wow, this is a weird like cut to go Just to. Just random. Yeah. Random. They're walking and like, let's look at what the good guys are doing. The good guys quotations. Mm-hmm. And they go in. Oh, she gets something. And like, what's wrong with you people? We're bad guys. And then mm-hmm. cut to another with Amanda Funny, Waller yeah. and uh, I think Enchantress or something was going on. It gets You get the feeling that they sprinkle these moments in just to cut the cut or distract from the, the movie like the, the monotony of what's going yeah, on yeah yeah um i i mean you know it, there was a lot of bad in the movie but I, you know i liked will smith pretty much everybody's portrayal of their character was was really good yeah i i totally agree with that uh, yeah. will smith as deadshot it was awesome i liked the scene when um they're in the shooting range mm-hmm. oh yeah and then he just <laughs> in in each and every single hole he shoots again uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like leading up to that too. When he, like he points the gun at the guy, and he's like, "Shit!" Clear my bowels at you, and he fires around, and even Will Smith surprised. He's like, it's "What?" And he smells it. I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're so into this!" <laughs> I like the the guy was all like, "Hey man, I was your friend. You remember I brought you that cookie? I brought you that cookie. That <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? Did he die? Uh, or was he the warden? The he was the warden of the Louisiana prison, right? And then I think he, so. And that's it? Yeah. Uh, we don't really see him anymore? No. Oh, okay. Um, 
uh, Joel Kinnaman as uh, Rick Flag. Yeah. Good. Margot Robbie. I feel like watching the Harley Quinn animated series mm-hmm. with Kaylee Cuoco yeah. voicing uh, Harley Quinn. I feel like maybe she would have done a better job. Kaylee Cuoco? Yeah. And acting or in terms of like would she be portrayal, portrayal of yeah. Harley Quinn? Yeah. I don't want to say a better job. Hmm. That's kind of like probably something shitty to say. But I would have seen. I would have liked to have seen a version of her. A version or yeah, yeah. yeah I would like. Like, to you, see a version yeah. of like how far along are you on the? Su- I'm still, I'm still, still, I'm still like two, three or episodes. Yeah. Really? Dude, but just, I, but I love her. I, I just like her, her portrayal of when uh, they're, uh, they're all saying like the Joker's bad for you. It's like, who do you know? You guys are all crazy. Something <laughs> like that. Like that dialogue is just so. It's crazy, but mm-hmm. in her head, it's not. Yeah, it right? make, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. Katana, you know, the, I, the four or five minutes she was in. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Take uh, her or leave her. <laughs> Jai Courtney as a Boomerang. Boomerang. Uh, he was really into it. He was. Yeah. I, I like the, the the mannerisms of, like, the Aussie. Yeah. Because he's, he's Australian as well. Yeah. Oh, so you just get, yeah, like, just like, I don't need to practice. <laughs> yeah, like, I know what's going on. He's, I just punch myself in the face. He's going uh, crazy. He's, <laughs> he cracks open a beer. <laughs> Um, uh, and then Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. Oh, yeah. I think... I, I originally would have uh, wanted... I remember this is like 2013. Mm-hmm. Talking to a friend of mine and be like, if they ever do an Amanda Waller, if they ever introduce her in the movies, I would have liked to have Regina King. Ah. Uh-huh. You know what that is, right? Yes. And then I was like, yeah, you know, that would be awesome and stuff like that. But then when they they had Viola Davis, I'm like, holy shit. She's really like, fucking scary. I was really like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's I, fucking terrifying. Yeah, I told every scene that she's in, she steals mm-hmm. everything. Even even when the, she's in a scene with the freaking, with Killer Croc. Yeah. And you think Killer Croc would be the intimidating one because he's basically, you know, he eats people and stuff like that. And he's intimidated from her. Yeah. She's fucking, she's fucking, I'm sorry, I'm like, we're sitting in my uh, apartment, <laughs> on my kitchen, uh, my dining table, and Ernesto's sitting right next to a window, and I'm seeing people walk by, so it's catching my eye. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get freaked out, and I turn around like, is there something happening? Minority Report? Um, Alright, so overall, Suicide Squad, what would you give it? Out of 10. Out of 10? Mm-hmm. Um, like 6. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah. not, it's like, the moments that are good push it towards the six yeah 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 more so than the moments that are bad that will push it towards a four yeah so, yeah so when it starts going it, it, it starts yeah. going yeah, yeah I, I agree with you 100 percent on that on that rating uh what's into the badlands so into the badlands and it's so weird because uh, when we were in uni mm-hmm. oh well college come on Sorry, community college. Community oh, college. Oh, come on. Don't give me too much credit, man. College. You went to university. <laughs> I did it. Right? So college, uh, we had a friend, uh, Ulysses. Grown up, basically grown up uh, high, high school. school. That's what that's what my drill sergeant told mm-hmm. me. But I, I was <laughs> an ROTC in high school. Uh, yeah, so he said that was. Uh, I went to Blair, mm-hmm. and then Blair he's high school. yeah Blair High School, and then he said that was, I went to the mirror. Oh, nice competition! Rivals, rivals down, school rivals. across the cross. The well, town. we saw like the the rivalry was between Mir and PHS. Right, right. And we saw Marshall and Blair as like the right. Yeah. We're kind of dirty and <laughs> not dirty, but like the outcasts. Like, yeah, we don't we don't need a we don't need a tribe or something. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I think we hated everyone. Yeah, you guys but, were the outcasts, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, uh, that's worse. So that's where we were in high school. <laughs> but he basically called PCC Blair 2.0 because everybody. <laughs> transferred yeah. over there yeah I but uh, i remember in ulysses mm-hmm. uh, i don't know where he's going he's doing right now but he was our ta 
and uh, he told me about Into the Badlands, and then right. ten years later, ten years later, I watched it, and it's it's this post-war martial arts show. Oh, I see Daniel Wu's in it. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Wu's in it. Nick Frost. Yeah, Nick Frost. Oh, Nick Frost is a big sell for me. <laughs> yeah. But it's basically it's it's after the war, after you know it's fallout, everything ends, and it's basically uh, these barons, and they've split up the land. And there's different sects. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, the armadillos. And then you have, like, uh, the butterflies and stuff like that. So it's, like, Hunger Games? Yeah. Okay. Hunger Games, but better. But better. In, ter- <laughs> in terms of, like, its its core premise is martial arts. Okay. And so... Like, what kind of martial arts? Right. Oh, Kung Fu? Kung Fu. You see... Or oh, the world's gone, so they kind of just blend everything in one. So you okay. see elements of, like, Japanese martial arts. You see Chinese martial arts. There's one character... <laughs> Beating the shit out of each other. There's one character who actually does Wing Chun. Really? Right? He takes the whole pose and all that stuff, you know, puts his foot forward and it sweeps the ground and stuff like that. And then you see elements of, like, Chinese warfare. You see Japanese warfare because guns have basically been outlawed. Okay. Right? Because, like, that's the end of the world. So it's like, we're going to destroy this. Uh, it's like, like, like those old um, Bruce Lee movies. It's like, my kung fu is better than your yeah. kung fu. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> something you'd think. It's from AMC. Mm-hmm. And it's something you'd think they would have quick cuts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But they go more aligned to... Is it on Netflix? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. It's three seasons. And they go oh, more nice. aligned to, uh, like, you know, the long takes and okay. action and reaction fight scenes. They're not... It's, it kind of reminds me of a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon to a degree. Because okay. right. they do these flips and it's like, wow, are you... Very cinematically... Right. Like, very choreographed yeah. type of flips and stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like, why are you flying? And it's like, <laughs> or is what they do like a thing and they fly across the screen and it's like, well, this is weird. But its inspiration is from the Chinese in terms of the Chinese theater. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm seeing that uh, the chick who played a uh, girl of Loki's in it. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching, like, who is that? Looks she looks familiar. familiar. <laughs> yeah, she's she's in it, too. That's surprising. That's she looks cool. the same. <laughs> her name is, uh, what the fuck? I just had her. Sophia Martino. Yeah. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's she's really adorable. Yeah. Like, that's what a lot of the cell on the, the, the female Loki was that she's adorable. Right? She's Even like, she's fucking crazy. <laughs> she's a little <laughs> short package of, like, she'll kill you. Insanity. Yeah, insanity. <laughs> murder you. Um... I watched... Oh, so what would you call The Badlands? What would you rate it? Give it a... Uh, did you finish the whole thing? Yeah, I finished the whole okay. thing, yeah. Weirdly enough, I should really finish. Like, it's, <laughs> How long are the episodes? An hour. Oh, damn. Yeah. How many episodes per season? So the first season, I think, has 10. The second one has 12. And then the third one has 16. Okay, so it goes up as, right. as the show progresses. Yeah. And is, I think it, I, is it done? Is yeah, it, it got more? canceled. Oh, yeah, cancel. rest in peace. Is there uh, a decent enough resolution at the end? Not or at no? all. Not at all. Is yeah. It, it's like the Teen Titans. Basically. The, the, the cartoon show. Yeah. It, it ends and you're like, what happened? Yeah, it's like, oh, resolve. <laughs> what's with all these storylines? Yeah. yeah. That's, sadly, that's what happened to okay. Into the Badlands. That's a bummer. But it, it's fairly gory. I mean, it's AMC. Mm-hmm. So they're like they on... More. Yeah, I mean, in terms of Walking Dead, mm-hmm. there's people getting decapitated. There's a scene where you this guy gets his head split open and you they force you to watch his head Just slide crap. out. Yeah. Was did you ever see this movie um, called The Cell? Yes, actually. With yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Okay, I don't remember now. <laughs> I don't, I don't the Cell. What is that? One I about? remember watching this movie and it's like, or was it was it The Cell or is it Cell? Hmm. But it's from 2000 and it's weird because it's uh, yeah it was J Lo, Vincent D'Onofrio, Vince Vaughn. The images and other people, and then um, they show this this the scene 
Oh, hell no. Whoa, wow. Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird-ass movie. That's a huge set. I mean, the throne room. Wow, that, what is this about? Mm-hmm. Is she like I a vampire know. queen or something? I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I just, I remember being like, what the fuck? Like, freaked out about this movie. The cell takes a shocking, riveting mind trip into the dark and dangerous corridors of a serial killer psyche. A psyche that holds the key to saving the killer's final trap victim who remains alive. So, like Saw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Saw, hostile, those the, type of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they show, like, there's, there's this, they, they have a horse, mm-hmm. and then, like, a bunch of uh, blades come down and cut the horse in, like, in, um, it's like segments. Segments, yeah, right. right? And then it separates, and you can see the horse blood, uh, like, oh, the, the organs, the working. Oh, like, wow. Like, holy shit, what the fuck? Ah, uh, that just. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that scene is, there's a scene like that in Into the Big Lads. Not just the image of a horse getting chopped up. Yes. Yeah. Mm, little horsies. So what would you rate the, the series? A, a good seven. A seven? Yeah, seven. I mean, there are scenes where the martial arts get kind of, you know... Indian, campy? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Not just campy, but it's uh, outrageous. Outrageous. Okay. Yeah, because you, you think uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and they're, like, flying on trees. Mm-hmm. That's essentially almost every fight scene. Every fight scene is almost yeah. flying. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. They, they start fighting literally on, like, on guardrails. So, uh, so it's, like, of, it's one of these, like, where it's, like, they have an inch, and they figure out a way to balance themselves. Right. And then all of a sudden, they're still murdering people. Right, yeah. It's, okay. it's one of those. It's very artistically Chinese, because, mm-hmm. like, the hero, like, hero, right? There's, like, a lot of yellow, and there's blue and red, and that's symbolic. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they hold that true throughout every season. But, again, it's, like, you're sitting there, and they're running on curtains, and pin nails and, and pin nails and, <laughs> and, 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 and like there's cars and they're like they're dodging the car and they're flipping over or killing five people and stuff like that so it gets a little outrageous it's a little detracting but I feel like you're making it sound like that also is is very much part of the show it's yeah. not like it subtracts you from it like you notice it or maybe you notice it because like you're not the average viewer yeah um, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that that is uh, like maybe why the part of the like the attractiveness of the show like make it as fantastic as you could possibly do definitely catch somebody's eye definitely and it does i mean for mm-hmm. the most part it has those vibrant colors mm-hmm. right you know like not only do you see who's good or bad of course but it's it's something that is more in of the east culture mm-hmm. in terms of movies you know the use of vibrant colors to dictate you know emotion and stuff like that it's more in like asia's and stuff like that and then the show has that amount Okay. Yeah, that so I, cool. I could see people who would grow up with that or like Kung Fu stuff. It would be higher. But for me, I, I, you know, I get the train. <laughs> <from. laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm looking at, like, when you mentioned about right. uh, you, you could tell the dark, uh, the, the good and the bad guys. And mm-hmm. it, it reminded me of, like, in Star Wars, whenever the character is having some sort of uh, existential crisis, mm-hmm. they wear black. Mm-hmm. So, like, Anakin wore black. Um, but I'm thinking about, oh, Luke wore black as yeah. well. Yeah, Ray didn't wear black. Yeah, she wore like a gray, gray and tan, like dark gray. Yeah, like it wasn't like a straight up like black. Yeah, huh? So like gray is a neutral color, mm-hmm. so you can you can say that that's she's in the middle. Yeah, right. She's, she's teeter, teetering yeah. from one side yeah. to the other, from her Palpatine to her <laughs> Skywalker. Right? Yeah, she's teetering. And but for Luke, I love that you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Luke is a in return. She he has like it's a black. 
right? That means he's more towards his father's side. But when he opens it up and there's like a, a glimmer of white, I think, and there's a his little suit, mm-hmm. that means it's like him, him turning back to the light. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I like, I like that bit. <laughs> um, so what would you rate Into the Badlands? Well, good seven. Good seven? Yeah, good seven. I mean, it's, nice. not, it's something you don't have to watch, but if you like kung fu stuff and like the choreography and it's, uh, it's, it doesn't feel like a TV, typical TV show either. Okay. In terms of like their dropped storylines, like each one is bleeds into the next episode and so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's this show on Netflix. Uh, we both uh, are fascinated by. You know, it's weird to say. <laughs> it really. I know it, what you're gonna it's say. It's weird to say that you're like have some sort of fascination with uh, World War Two. Right. Because it's like, if possibly the what for sure it's the darkest period of human history in human recent human history yeah like don't get me wrong i'm sure there's been some <laughs> some genocides un, unknown to us in the past right, right. <laughs> yeah like like years and years ago yeah. but um there's a show on netflix called the liberator the liberator it's uh it follows the stories uh follows the based on the true story from the 157th uh Regiment was it the 157th? I want to say it seems weird because at the be- at the beginning of the show they started they were calling themselves J Company, right? And then throughout the show they were calling themselves E Company, and we know E Company it's from easy. Band of, yeah, right. easy it's from easy Band of Brothers, right? And it wasn't that because we know Band of Brothers they fought in the Ardennes, right? But it, they weren't in the Ardennes; they were going up through Sicily, right? Oh, so they're in Italy. Yeah, they were in Italy. They're yeah, so, right. they were in uh, they and they were uh, I think the liberated or they wouldn't stand Enzio mm. the battle of Enzio oh wow yeah exactly and that, that, that's that's, uh, that's one Man, of the that is like a stalemate <laughs> that, that's horrible that's one of the um, the true things that, that like, at the end of the show the guy the commander of the the, the battalion he's being um, he's accused for some shit and he's being uh, in court and then the guys the, the, honestly, the guy the general mm. is looking through all he's done through the war and then when he gets to Enzio he's like Enzio and he stops everything <laughs> oh. Like, oh shit Enzio oh, like, thank you you guys, you guys saved our like our everything was hinging was hinging on that you yeah. guys you know were able to pull it off but um, you said the animation turned you off yeah 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 because it, it, it looks like, for those who don't know, it's like mm-hmm. if you if you you're familiar with like Photoshop or edit some sort of video editing or um, photo editing software, there's it looks like a filter you could put on that makes everything look like it's pencil drawn. Right. Yeah. And it's it's basically the whole um, show is like that. Yeah. And I I feel like that lends to the the, the type of storytelling that they want to tell mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you look at all these war. Um, Sorry, I cut you off there. But no, you, look at, you look at all these war movies and shows and stuff like that. They mm-hmm. try to show you the grittiness of it. The terrible, like, horrible shit. Like, um, you know, we go through, uh, like, a war movie where they come come uh, across a concentration camp. And you just see bodies or you just see, you know, right. that type of shit. And right. we do see that, but it's animated. Mm-hmm. So you could get, I think, I feel like you get away with more. Hmm. In terms of because it's animated. Because it's animated. It, okay. What can you give me an example without spoiling it? Because so, like naturally, say because Band of Brothers is our zenith. I, mm-hmm. I can say that that's our that's our World War Two 
like show yeah. you know like well like well this is the great thing yeah and they do go to a outlying concentration camp and they mm-hmm. do show the bodies Body. and the you know the gore and well not gore but you know they they try to cover up it with so there's burnt out huts mm-hmm. so what does liberator do that is so when they they liberate um I don't know if they, I don't say they liberate, but they they're at Dachau. Right. They go to Dachau, and then um, they show up first, and there's a, like a bunch of railway uh, um, train carriages, right? Right. And they're like, "What's that smell?" And then they start oh, opening God. it up. Yeah, terrible shit. <laughs> they start opening it up, and then like bodies just start flopping out. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a like a person like you or me, like a, a typical body, but it looks like a dummy. Right. And it's just train and train full of dummies and dummies. And then when they go to, to Dachau, they, they actually enter the camp. The prisoners, you know, it, they look like um, humanoid prisoners, but you could tell that horrible shit had happened to them. Right. So I feel like maybe you could get your, your mes- message across, like the horrible shit that, that these people experience, without it being so, you know, gory and... Right, desensitizing. Yeah, because yeah. Right, so I could def I could see that with the train car and them mm-hmm. actually going into the camp, it's something that we fill in in our heads. Yeah, it's, it's something that we know, or like I don't want to say like we know because thankfully neither of us have ever experienced something so horrible. Right. Um, but we kind of get the picture you right. know, throughout either documentaries, you know, school movies and that type of shit. But seeing mm-hmm. is something that is so I don't want to say plain because that kind of gives it a, a connotation that. It isn't as impactful as it should be, but it's it's like super impactful. I mean, it does. I, when it comes to when you say they're dummies, I don't even need to think about what I might see. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm trying you, to see if I can find a picture so I can show you. All right, cool. Well, um, but when you say you op- they open up the train cars, I don't. I, I the image already pops immediately into my head. I don't have, even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. So seeing this in an animation form, maybe that's what something they did it for, because mm-hmm. we fill in the gaps. So it's kind of like. Because you know how a book, we in our imagination, it sounds better. Yeah. Maybe to an extent, it's like that, where the animation, we fill in the gaps, so our imagination makes it into a more horrible <laughs> thing than what it is. Yeah. Like Interesting. Like, like huh? this, is, this is them at Dachau. I don't know if you can see the picture. I'm trying to open, trying to make it as bigger as possible. That's Dachau. Yeah. But... Mm. Yeah, I, I, you understand what I'm saying, right? Right. right. Like, like, it's kind of a small picture, but you can see, and then you can see the like they're just like you have you see the facial structure and stuff like that. You can clearly mm-hmm. tell they're people, mm-hmm. but they're not represented to like somebody you could actually recognize. Right. They all look the same. Yeah. Right. They, they're all you know horrible, emaciated bodies and. Right. It, it's, 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 it's bad, you know. Right. I, and I say that in not in a racial way, but I mean in terms of the animation, like. Mm-hmm. It's as though they are cattle. Mm, right? Exactly. We don't we don't think it, of cattle being people. Exactly, exactly. It it dehumanizes the the victims of of um of these concentration camps to the point where it, it makes you realize how the Nazis right. saw them. Right, right. We're like, are those like the first thing you think about like, are th- what are those people? Because the the photo that George showed me it showed uh, an infantryman. And then it's the it's the. Oh, that was the the, the general. Oh, the general. Okay, well, the, he looks general, really young. Uh, yeah, the. Um, the squad leader. Lieutenant Colonel. Lieutenant Colonel. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's the company commander. Mm, so yeah. he's the company commander, and then it shows a a, a barred fence, and then it shows the the concentration camp people. Mm. 
and uh, compared the android. Oh god! Oh no! Oops. Sorry. <laughs> the the lieutenant commander is more detailed compared to the people in the concentration camp, and that's purposeful. Yeah. It 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 it. It's just it's fucked up to say like I can't find the the, the correct words <laughs> right. to say because yeah. anything I say kind of makes it feel like I'm I'm uh, lessening or say, even admiring yeah right? like Not but you could passively. you you could get the sense of like all the shit that that these people went through yeah and it's it's like oh my it, just thinking about it just gives me the creeps yeah and it, it, it's look let me show you okay so we're gonna pause the show. So I could show uh, Ernesto just a little clip of of, its, of the Liberator so we can um, get a better understanding of what I'm trying to reference. Okay? Be right back. BRB. Show me more. All right, and we're back. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're All back. Right, so we, I showed Ernesto the, the clip of um, the Liberator when they uh, liberated Dachau. <laughs> <laughs> and they, 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 they walk up to the, the train with a bunch of railroad carriages filled with just bodies. And right. like, what would, how would you describe it? Yeah, it's... Uh... It's it's not exaggerated. Yeah. Right. It's something that in a lot of in our media, a lot of since we're we're in America, it's desensitized. Right. You mm-hmm. have to even in Band of Brothers, they have, there's pause of bodies, there's oozing, there's blood, there's gore. You know, there's something to include into the shock factor of it all. Yeah. But Liberator seems to do it in a that's very subtle mm-hmm. because they they show us and there's a slow zoom mm-hmm. and it's just bodies mm-hmm. and not only you can't tell if it's man or female, it's mm-hmm. just bodies bodies yeah it, like, right? they look like the like a uh, like a i want to say gimp suits like you know like they have like the the bodysuit like right. they're all, it looks like that it looks fake it does and, like and, that. and i don't say it in sense like oh my gosh it's fake it's bad yeah. but it like <laughs> you're, you're saying you're a holocaust <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't say that at all <laughs> but in terms of it being like in the, in a split second, and mm-hmm. I'm sure if you watch the show throughout, and I haven't watched the show, I probably will at this point. Yeah. But if you watch it and you're in the shoes of these infantrymen and these soldiers, and then you come across a literal pile of bodies, you're for a second in that scene, you're you're in their boots, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, is this is this for real? Like yeah. you know, you're, and, and then, then the disbelief, the disbelief, like, um, like I'm not, I'm so sorry, I'm smiling. I'm, yeah, <laughs> it's because. It's it's something that intrigues us and it excites us in a morbid way. But like, I'm sure, I'm sure they're like. Obviously, I was born what fifty years after the war ended, yeah, or so. And I, and there's always been reports of people saying that oh the the Allies knew to some extent what was going on. You know, right. there's 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 been um, I've seen documentaries, I've read articles that that say that the the Nazis at first wanted to um, deport all the Jews and uh, a lot of the, a lot of people didn't want them yeah so you know there's a reason why it's called the final solution yeah um, and so when when they started finding reports and when the in the Eastern Front yeah the Eastern Front when the right. the, the, the Russians right. the, the Red Army were finding these concentration camps in Poland and the the, the 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 reports were leaking out I'm sure there were a lot of people who were like that's this is who could do this? Yeah, you know? yeah. And then seeing the the pile of bodies in that form and what with what the liberator did, it kind of makes you be like, who would do this? You know, like right. this is so unbelievable. Like I can't accept it. That's right. why maybe the bodies don't have any like real uh, di- uh, distinguishing uh, forms to them. Yeah. And, yeah. and and I think in a way it makes it feel like this could be you. 
Right. Yeah, it, it definitely it feels as though it's something that it's a warning, mm-hmm. but also something that is like a lesson. Mm-hmm. Right. Something that oh, people no matter no matter how like their message is how something it sounds there's always something down the line now like <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm still thinking about the scene it's so uh, fucked up right? yeah okay I'll, okay okay <laughs> that people are capable of such monstrosities mm-hmm. and that we don't want to believe it right mm-hmm. but for a split second we do yeah. and that's what liberator does that's what yeah. that scene showed me at least and yeah. not really yeah. like I haven't watched the show, yeah. but my gut reaction is like, why? Like, how can someone do that? Be so cruel. Yeah, and in, and then we're in war. I mean, wars are fought over ideologies and resources. Mm-hmm. But this seems like why? Why do you need? To, <laughs> why? Why is that an add-on to your caveat of war mm-hmm. and technology and you know tanks and resources? Let's just wipe out a society. You know, cause yeah, casual people. genocide of people. Yeah. And, like, it's, it's fucked up to think, to, to, to like, obviously, like, um, thinking after the fact of being like, all right, say that they didn't, you know, do this to, to the Jewish people, the Jewish population in Europe and, you know, homosexuals and right, uh, gypsies, yeah, gypsies and that type of stuff. Right. I don't know, gypsies still politically correct? I have no <laughs> idea. Um, That's true. The unhoused, I guess. Like a monster from a show, the unhoused. I think gypsies are still, right? Uh, the wanderers? You can't call them gypos. What did we call them? <laughs> um... Is that or is it Zippos? No, those no, are there's a lighter. Zippos a lighter. <laughs> no, I say Zippo because like have you ever seen Snatch? <laughs> no. no, there's a uh, guy Ritchie. He oh. does a lot of like uh, British gangster films, right? And he did this movie Snatch back in the 2000, I think, mm-hmm. uh, starring Jason Statham, Brad Pitt. Oh wow! Whoa, yeah. whoa! Yeah. Where did, why didn't I watch this? <laughs> <laughs> you probably have. You just didn't. didn't um, I don't probably remember. remember. Yeah. But they re- refer to gypsies as Zippos. So I don't know if it's slang. I don't know what like what like the shorthand. Yeah, or? shorthand. It probably because it sounds offensive. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if you're if you're if you live the gypsy lifestyle, I apologize. Um, but shit, what was I going? Oh, so I saw this um, this documentary about Hitler's um, inner circle mm. and how like everything escalated one thing after another, and everybody trying to like cozy up to Hitler was you know one up being trying to one up each other right. um you know we all know uh heinrich himmler the leader of the ss he had his i think his lieutenant i guess you would call him mm-hmm. uh diedrich himmler heimler i don't know it, there are all these, these names uh, yeah. are <laughs> like one-offs of each of another but he was like the the true architect of the the final solution right that decided to you know obviously um eliminate these people at an industrial rate terrible yeah but to think, like, hey, if, if they didn't decide to do that and they used the manpower that they eliminated, they probably would have won the war. <laughs> they prob- we probably would have been Germ- speaking German right now. And I don't know about speaking German, but I know it would probably Italian, still be all Japanese. Japanese. No, no, please, no. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, you're right. Wasn't California supposed to be... We had, we had batteries because mm-hmm. we were waiting for a invasion, Japanese yeah. invasion right on our side. Yeah. But... Uh, no, I, coast, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think, yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't know if they would be here, but mm-hmm. at least Europe would have fell a long time ago because what the Tiger tank was just, they got it out late. Because mm-hmm. right? I love tanks. Well, but, they had the Tigers. Right. And, and the Panthers. They, they had the, um, 
they were the first ones to use uh, jet-powered rockets. Right, right. Um, and then they, the British were the first ones to use the, the jet, the jet, <laughs> uh, like a jet fighter. Oh. But the, the Germans also had that capability. Right, right. So, you know, who knows? You know, a lot of, we, we do know that there are a disproportionate amount of uh, Nobel Prize winners who are of a Jewish descent. Right. So, right. you know, whatever it is that they could put their brain power to, they, they could have, they could have accomplished it back then. So, yeah. And, and you look at like how, how, um, how close, uh, Russia was to falling, you know, if they, if they, if they did be, and they're beating Russia, what was going to stop them to, you know, go through the middle East and then right. link up to, to Japan in the, in the, in the, the Asian theater, like right. what was going to stop them. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, again, I, I think of tanks, mm-hmm. but simply because like, you know, the T-34s were just off the, they didn't even paint them. Right. They, <laughs> they, they, just, were they just threw legit, them out. Everybody was legit scared of a, of a, a tiger tank. Yeah. Yeah. And so I could just imagine like one tiger, they, they would run out of ammunition before, before yeah. being destroyed or, or like yeah. abandoning the tank. So I could just imagine with the mouse as oh, well shit. right i mean like i think was of it, I, it was the mouse and then the mouse too right? yeah right. the mouse too bigger. right it was even bigger and it's like there's only they don't i don't think they had reports of the mouse too but i know there were two for the mouse mm-hmm. yeah but i just think of like even artillery i mean they had that what the, on the rail millimeter rail gun right the rail gun so you can imagine they, they had to take into consideration earth's orbit oh my god that's gosh. how that's how crazy this shit was and that's that's long range artillery so you mm-hmm. can imagine if they had the resources and they put it into their war effort even mm-hmm. their mechanized war effort i mean that's where germany really focused on the blitzkrieg right yeah with their their Fast sea of armor mm-hmm. so you could imagine the mouse backing being the tiger and the tiger maybe being more refined yeah. Into something that doesn't need, you know, specific components to run or maybe more ammunition. Just it's it's I mean it's, there's there's it's a scary. reason there's a reason why Germans make good shit. Yeah. You know, it's it's in their bloodline, you know. Unfortunately a lot of it comes from a, a really dark and terrible past, but yeah. It's you know, you know, you look at uh their cars, the Audis, BMWs, Mercedes, you know, they're con- typically considered some of the the, the better quality vehicles. Yeah, the better quality. Even, <laughs> right. even so, right. even so, Mercedes yeah, yeah. and BMWs, their logos are propeller planes. Right, which is because they used to build motors for the the Luftwaffe. <laughs> Whoever has a Mercedes and a BMW, you're not Nazis. Just kidding. You're Nazis. But, but then yeah. on, on Japanese side, uh, Mitsubishi. Oh, what is with, that one? Uh, about? The zeros. The zero. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I have a Mitsubishi VHS. A VHS. Yeah, VHS. The Empire. <laughs> I found it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, you, even with the weapons, I mean, weren't the Germans the ones to make assault rifles? The, well, they I mean, had the, we had the BAR, the Tommy gun as well, right? But, but like a, a main battle rifle mm-hmm. that fall, uh, fired an automatic rate, not a not a submachine. Yeah, gun. I've heard I've heard reports of like uh, soldiers as soon as they kill like a Nazi, they, they would take. Uh, I don't see like that's that's fucked up to say because no, right. a lot of the German shoulder, soldiers were Nazis. They were just in the military. Right. They just had right. so happened to be governed by a. You know, murderous uh, party. Right. right. So to to say like, oh, you know, kill a Nazi, it's kind of like, I, I feel it's a little not on, not be, right. not being historically honest. Mm. You know, because they were people just like me and you, yeah. people that did some horrible shit to other people. Without a doubt, I'm not, I'm not here. I'm, no one's ever going to defend that. I'm never going to defend that. Yeah. But um, I I've heard reports of like they'll kill somebody 
a German soldier and then they would start using their gun because it worked so much better. Yeah. They had a, a, the, the machine gun, they had a removable barrel. So you could, as soon as it heats up, you could take it out right. and put in a new one. The, the Beast of Omaha. Yeah. I mean, the Beast of Omaha, I don't remember his exact name, but he basically, he was on the, one of the, I think it was Sword, and it's one of the beaches, and he would just, he would be on his MG42, and then he would just sh- take out the barrel. Mm-hmm. And then get a new one, and that's like reloading the gun, and then you can yeah. fire it and keep firing it. Yeah, the, like the issue was with firing machine guns is that the barrel would get hot, yeah. and then it will start to deform. Mm-hmm. And then so the Germans are like, hmm, how can we fix this? <laughs> right, so right. they made a, a machine gun with a detachable barrel. Yeah. So you could have like three or four barrels loaded up and ready to go. Yeah. And then just basically keep, as long as you're feeding ammo to the gun, basically just keep shooting it all. all yeah, all. it's, it, it's. And if you think about it, it's like, how did we even take the beaches? By surprise. Yeah, but just the fighting lasted hours. Well, okay. Like, did we throw men at it? Yeah, well, how many people landed on uh, on D-Day? 100,000? Right. From different nations. Well, you have the, the British, so you had German, English, and then all their sovereign territories that they had, right. and then the Americans. And then the Canadians, we Canadian, Canadian, oh, Canadian yes, okay. yeah, yes, yes. still part of uh, the British Commonwealth at right. that point. Yes, but so there's this show. There's this this um, the Ghost Army. Have you mm-hmm. heard about that? Mm-hmm. So That's they did the, the this, misdirection. Yeah, the misdirection. <laughs> so they, the, the the Germans were were convinced that the invasion was going to happen uh, across the. The Pas de Calais, I think. That's right, what the, the closest the points. closest point. Right, yeah. right. And then the most, the closest point uh, from the the British Channel, and then the fastest route into Germany. Yeah. But they they decided on to uh, to invade Normandy, the, the beaches of Normandy instead. And what they did was that they had a whole battalion of basically um, I don't want to say fake soldiers, but reserves. Right. And they had inflatable, inflatable tanks. <laughs> they had, um, <laughs> yeah. I've just, oh, I'm just, the ingenuity of war, what it brings out in us. Yeah. I mean, even technology-wise. Bluetooth, Bluetooth radar, radar, sonar, sonar right? Yeah. Internet, I mean, Internet. roughly after mm-hmm. post-war, uh, post-World War Two with, mm-hmm. the, you know, the Cold War dawning. Satellites. Right, satellites, definitely. And it's, uh, really, satellites? Yeah. Wow. Well, the, the satellites were during the Cold War. You know, the race to space. Right. No. Okay, that's true. Yeah. So, definitely. Yeah. You know, the the Russians were the fa- the first ones to to put something in space, put a man in space. Sputnik. Sputnik. <laughs> Sputnik. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it, war, uh, as being as horrible as it is, <laughs> and thankfully, um, I've never experienced it. I don't know about you, if you've had some some sort of. Know, crazy shit going on uh, growing up in the Philippines or not but like I've thankfully I've never had to experience it but you know there is a lot of innovation that comes from it yeah, yeah uh, submarines uh, tanks uh, you know I mean rockets like you rockets. said rockets and who would have thought hey let's put a rocket on a plane mm-hmm. I mean <laughs> <laughs> the Germans put a yeah sure. <laughs> the British and the Germans though. yeah yeah. Um, but yeah the Liberator I would give it <laughs> All that. Just right, right. We're talking about that. I totally blank. Okay, so I would give it. Yeah. I would give it like a good seven, mm-hmm. seven out of ten. You know, it's it's it it is drama dramatized, so mm-hmm. it's not um, it's not like a hundred percent documentary. I am. I it's intriguing to see how how they the the final product with the animation. It's, it it is a little off putting, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like we've gotten to the point where at least this it won't give you that uncanny valley type of feel because you you see it you saw they 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 do look human to some extent <laughs> right 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 but it's like 
you know, muted and a little... Right, yeah, that's... It's not Venom. Mm. Yeah, right? it's, it's not it's Venom not or Venom. Carnage, it's it's uniform. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I definitely... Yeah, it's yeah. uniform. And then the, the, the premise, or well, not the premise, but the following the, the, the battalion of, like, this ragtag uh, bunch of uh, soldiers, you know, some are Mexican, some are... Some are Native American, you yeah. know, some are uh, the white people, cowboys, stuff like that, and, and they address that. You know, they, they say, like, um, you're this group of battalion, this group of, of soldiers who they're fighting together, like brothers and, and family and stuff like that in, in Europe, but in the United States, they can't have a beer uh, together in the bar. Right, right. So, so it, it does more things than some sci-fi. Like, sci-fi, they don't really question, like, oh, yeah, why isn't there... Like race mm-hmm. worries about that, or any gender worries about that, and it's interesting to see that a World War Two film, or at least a show of anything, mm-hmm. would question that, or at least put it in the forefront, yeah, and let it propel the narrative as is. Like the one you're telling me about, I don't know if we recorded that, but the, the one with the German, yeah. the German soldier, and uh, we did. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, the one you're telling me about was a German soldier who originated from the states, and then they were being called back. Mm-hmm. For to defend the fatherland, mm-hmm. and then this German was from Michigan. Well, the, 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 the I don't I don't say the German originated in the United States, but mm-hmm. he or he studied, grew up. He, oh, he studied, studied in, right? In, okay, in uh, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and then um, he's interrogating one of the, the U.S. soldiers, and they realize that they know somebody in common. Yeah, and then he ultimately it goes to like the the Germans are just as are the same as the Americans. And mm-hmm. the, the American soldiers like, we're not like you. And then the German soldier was like, well, I've been to Oklahoma. You know, there's signs on bars there that Indians and Mexican people can't are not allowed to go in. Right. There, I've been to Alabama. There's signs where, you know, colored people, black people can't drink in the same water fountain as, you know, white people. Right. right. And then he's like, well, then tell me, how are you different than the Germans? And it's like, that's at, at the time... A hundred percent true. Yeah, like they're persecuting. They're taking it just to another step. Like not another step. Like six, seven thousand steps crazier. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But it's it's the same. You know, we're we were fighting this war, and even a, on, on the on the British side, you know, there this Churchill was this anti-imperialist running a, a, an imperialist right, army. Right, yeah. the Commonwealth yeah. is as imperialist yeah. as it gets. You know, railing against Hitler about freedom and stuff like that while they're sub- still subjugating a bunch of countries. And like, right. What's the duality in that? Yeah. And and I feel like that, it did a really good job of pointing that out. It's not, it doesn't harp on it, so it's yeah. not the, the oppressing, um, you know, topic throughout the whole series, but it, it is mentioned and I think it's addressed really well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was awesome. hopefully you'll watch it. I, I would recommend people watch it because it's something. It's a subject that fascinates us to to no end. Yeah, and um, I, I like when there's there World War Two um, things that are are done properly. And yeah. I think this was done properly. Yeah, it sounds like it, and I'll definitely add it to the list. <laughs> add it to the list. <laughs> Um, I need to finish that list. <laughs> you gotta bring it in. We gotta read off. Everything I, I, I wrote. I used to write it down, mm-hmm. but now I digitized it. But I can't find the other half of the list. The I used half. to have a notebook where uh-huh. I would write stuff in it. So How, okay, so other half is it like another five hundred episodes, five hundred shows? Another five hundred. It's not that <laughs> much, <laughs> but I would say it's a good hundred. Hundred shows 100, on the list. Hundred twenty-five. Yeah. Right okay. now on the digitized list, there's only about twenty-five. 
but I but I got lazy and I started separating like movies, TV, and I was like, <laughs> what? just to procrastinate. Is that lazy? Or? I mean, to procrastinate. I could have been. I could have been. Jesus. Yeah. I could have been. What? I thought that was right next to me. I just heard a sound and I thought it was next to me. But there's. I could have been watching it, but I ended up, you know, alphabetizing, alphabetizing. and making a list and comparing <laughs> it. Yeah, you alphabetized it, separated by year, separated by genre. <laughs> I think I did. I think I did by by release date. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So the last show I've been watching, and it's really, it's honestly, it like there has been a lot of, of slack on the show because of the use. It's liberal. It, liberal (laughs) with a capital L (laughs) liberal use of the laugh track which is the Big Bang Theory right oh how's that it's actually pretty funny yeah it's yeah it's a good show it's um I thought it'd be cringy in terms of like we're nerds Mm -hmm. but this is a show about nerds Nerds. so it's about us to a degree it's I think at the beginning it definitely does Mm -hmm. it 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 it, um it's focused more on like the primary Four uh, characters, and then the neighbor, the ridiculously attractive girl, <laughs> and um, that's Kelly. Kelly Cuoco, Cuoco, yeah. Cuoco, yes. And but from there on now, I think like season four or five, it starts to evolve, and then like more there, there are more characters introduced to, to you know round out the original four. Mm-hmm. You know the um, you know Penny, which is the the neighbor Kelly Cuoco's character. Ends up with uh, Leonard, you know the one of the nerds, oh. and the 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 nerd with like Sheldon, who's the the nerd with like I don't say like mental difficulties. You know he doesn't say pick Aspergers. up Aspergers. Right. He doesn't pick up. Um, he doesn't pick up uh, sarcasm very well and all that stuff. But he meets somebody and, it, and his character evolves. You know the 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 Indian dude. He meets somebody, sort of. Mm-hmm. His character involves the pervy nerd. He meets somebody. The character. Oh, so this is it's fairly hopeful. It's yeah, it I is mean, for nerds. For nerds, <laughs> it is. It's it's and it's. I like it. It's very well done. Mm-hmm. I, what what the only thing I don't like is that the episodes are like eighteen minutes. Wow. Yeah. Why is that so short? I don't know. Wait, on t- so in TV uh-huh. that would have been like fifteen odd minutes of commercial. No, it would have been it's eighteen it's minutes and then twelve crazy. minutes of commercials. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So it's. Yeah, I feel like a, I feel like a, like a, it's a fucking ripping us off. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's even showing nerd stuff. I mean, yeah. I saw I I don't know. He wears a flash shirt at some point. Yeah, Sheldon. Yeah, Sheldon. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's 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 wild because we're going through it like butter. We're we're almost done with the series. Oh, wow. and I feel like we started like this month. Oh wow. <laughs> So it's perfect for it's a binge. It's, it's on a binge Netflix. Show. It's on HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay. Yeah, it's a binge, and it ended. There's twelve seasons, half an hour seasons, half an hour, oh, eighteen minute episodes, <laughs> and they're like twenty five episodes a season. Wow. So wow. it's it, but you you go by it fast. I'm telling you. Hmm. Um, I I mean, if you want to watch it, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, you should watch it. But it, I think it's a good enough show to watch. You know, it's it's one of those, it's a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, there's the sitcoms. They're you know, Oh my god, it's falling. <laughs> sitcoms are sitcoms are, uh, you know, fairly watchable, bingeable. You know, their background noise and that type of shit. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so Big Bang Theory. So how? So each show, like a TV show, usually takes like a season for you to get into it. Like mm-hmm. the season, the first, like say for example, Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. the first season's kind of rough, mm-hmm. and then second season they start getting their stride, and then mm-hmm. they start hitting it running. So how about for Big Bang Theory? Is um, it like? 
season. I feel like the same. Same? Yeah. First season's kind of... First season's a little, a little shaky. They're trying to find their way, and then from there mm-hmm. on out, it goes. But then towards the end, like, we're right now about to finish season 10, and there's 12 seasons, oh, so okay. we're almost done with it. Yeah. Um, towards the end of it, there are some pretty drastic um, character turnarounds. Mm-hmm. Like, in the, in the beginning of the season, the Sheldon character, who's the Asperger nerdy character there mm-hmm. at the towards where I'm at now he's doing things that we know 100% he would not do at the beginning of the show oh so there's some development yeah there's some development so there's there's that there's, it's cool the the laugh track does get a little annoying I'm not gonna lie yeah in what way what it's just it's, is it like every every joke yeah, is a laugh track every, basically every every joke is a laugh track yeah <laughs> and it's 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 like we know about the laugh track we've you know we went through to school we studied all that shit like mm. why they use it but i don't i don't <laughs> like it's, it's, it, i'm not gonna say like oh it's stopping me from watching the show because it's clearly not but sometimes right. it does feel like a little i mean you you notice it now mm-hmm. like i don't remember noticing the laugh track in bewitched or uh, i love lucy yeah Right, because back, back of, when the people were still alive. Right, right. <laughs> like, I I love Bewitch, I love I love Lucy, and I love I Dream a Genie, mm-hmm. but I do remember the laugh track being maybe two or three times, not like overwhelmingly. Yeah, the liberal use. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 definitely noticeable, and I feel like I, it's being used because you know they are the 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 main core of the characters, mm. you know, three of them have PhDs and one of them has a master from a, a, MIT. Oh wow! So they all, yeah, that's so, crazy. <laughs> that's, that's intimidating. Yeah, so I feel like maybe the jokes, the the creators or the writers feel like the jokes would go over the head a little bit of mm. the, the the average audience. Oh, I see what you. So mean, maybe yeah. the, the laugh track is there to help them. You know, hey, this is where you laugh. <laughs> this is fun. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is the time you laugh. All right. Yeah, oh, I see. Yeah. So do they get fairly techie in terms of jokes? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. What's the techiest joke you think of the top of your head? Oh man! Does that have to do um, with math or like? A well, there, there's a lot. Of, like two of them are theoretical physicists. One of them is an astro as, as astrologist, mm. astrophysicist, or astrophysicist, yeah. and then the the MIT science, the MIT uh, engineer. Right. So the the Asperger character Sheldon, he's mm. constantly shitting on the the <laughs> MIT on the on the. the the, the engineer because he doesn't have a doctorate and he thinks that engineering is like kids playing with toys. Right. Kind of right. Thing, right? Wow. <laughs> what an ass. Yeah, it's fucked up. And then, um, so there's there's scenes where he's like doing the math or something, you know, mm. and then he's just staring at the wall and then he'll do like a joke pertaining to what he's what he's doing and right. then it's like oh you know it's funny or it isn't funny. So I feel like I would say you know believe in your audience a little more. Mm-hmm. Don't be so, so you know, ready to cut and paste with the with the the laugh track. That right. would be my only. That would be my one of my, uh, if not my only uh, concern about the show. But you know, like give it a chance. If if you're out there listening and you've always uh, shit on the show because of the its liberal <laughs> use of the laugh track, you know, just <laughs> give it a chance. Yeah, it sounds. I mean, the the premise and the characters sound interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, just him shedding on the engineer. <laughs> it's it's not. It's a nice change from you know fart jokes and like mm-hmm. dicks and pussy. You know, low brow stuff. Yeah. And I don't want to say this is how high brow stuff, but it's something that it's like ha 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 like a genuine. <laughs> I get a genuine chuckle and stuff like yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's childish. Mm-hmm. It was very childish. Yeah. 
but it's it's childish in a way where it doesn't make it seem so childish. If it's that like, makes sense, like Futurama, yeah, kind of humor, yeah, Futurama, right? oh. Rick and Morty in uh, the sense, in the way, right, you know, that's right. that, that type of humor. Okay, um, interesting. Yeah, so it's 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 you know I like it. I'm I'm telling people not to explicitly explicitly. Oh, excuse me. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little burp. Um, explicitly like give it a chance you know make up your own decision watch a couple of episodes and what's cool is because like there are some episodes that are um, you know like a continuation that they follow a story arc mm-hmm. but the majority of them aren't they're just one offs so mm-hmm. you could easily start you know season three you know watch a couple episodes and be like hey I like it and then go back to season one and start watching right right you know they're, they're obviously if you start like in season nine or whatever you're gonna be a lot of shit that's going on that you're not gonna pick up on because of the show but I feel like maybe there are not maybe there definitely are episodes where you could watch where it's the whole cast the entire cast not just the original five from the first season but I think now there's I mean they all get someone right so it's like to some extent yeah yeah, to some extent and um you'll be thoroughly enjoyed Mm. you know so it's fun they they do get away with like some dirty jokes (laughs) with that you know the potty humor with right. in, in intertwined with the like the the science the science the humor that's it's yeah. meta that's really and they speak Klingon at some point they do speak Klingon, yeah, yeah I've seen some they clips speak Klingon they play a, a, um, a Dungeons and Dragons and then, right, so it's it's very like up our alley yeah where yeah. it's, it's <laughs> oh, that's, I did that <laughs> sort of thing. yeah I mean you played D and D back and and then I played some D and D a little bit. Are you still playing or no? No, I'm, I'm thinking about playing again. Oh, I'm down to play. Ooh, you want to be DM? I don't know how. <laughs> you make your character like, what was he? Your character was basically Batman. No, my character was basically Deathstroke. Oh, right, right. right. No, but where was he from? Gotham Shire. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember from. You're such a troll. <laughs> well, like, I went, like, it was just like, I've never played at the, at the time. Mm. And everybody was, like, picking, like, um, Eight, like your typical Dungeons and Dragons characters, so like right. monsters, or like type of shit, and I'm the right. only human. The only human, <laughs> right? Right. No, I'm down. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm down to organize uh, a little play. Right. D and D play. Yeah. Um, we have to like round out the numbers because a, a two person campaign. Of D&D yeah. Campaign, right. I don't know yeah. how well that would work out. Yeah. Go on Craigslist. <laughs> like yeah. Looking for PC <laughs> or something <laughs> to play with. Uh, like, uh, there's like this, uh, super, like a Hollywood game, like a Hollywood star game of, uh, D&D going around. You know, right. Like Joe Mangianello and there's a whole bunch of other people. Tom Morello plays sometimes. <laughs> so it's, 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 I liked it. It's fun. Yeah. It's, it's definitely something that's creative and something very. that's, uh, like you, you don't really, it's, it's low stakes, mm-hmm. high stakes sort of thing. Yeah. It's a good way to kill an afternoon. Yeah. Well, in your case, like a night, because you, yours events that were really cool, because you had like food and you had like sometimes yeah sometimes yeah, we I mean there was obviously we would go to a friend's house and and play so the you know the refreshments or whatever the stuff mm-hmm. we have, but it's super it was I enjoyed it I, I went in going like eh you know I'll play I don't know if I, like I remember it. you trying to tell me multiple but times really like you want to yeah like, why didn't you go I don't know I I don't know me I don't know I don't know. It would have been fun. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, when you played it the first time, did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the first time I played, I tried to... 
I exa- I remember my first time I played like D and I I think we ended up. I tried to uh, tame a horse three times, <laughs> and then I ended up because I was a monk, so I ended up praying down a a like underneath a tree with my horse, which is an enemy horse, while my other party members argued the difference between ice spells, while a dragon overcircled overhead, and the guards that we just robbed were close. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just think about. Oh, and then another one was arguing that what we did was wrong, which was rob someone, and then just like, why did you come? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot of a lot of weird <laughs> fantasy drama, and I I, I miss it. It's, it's fun. It's yeah. it's fun. Like especially for people uh, that are creatives like us, we it, it gives us a sense of uh, a way to flex our creative muscle. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I I thoroughly enjoy playing D and D. But Big Bang Theory, yes. Big Bang yes, Theory. Yes, it sounds interesting. But yeah, just give it a watch. Anybody out there listening, you have a couple, you know, some hours to kill. They go by quick. You, I mean, 18 minutes. You get through three episodes in an hour. Yeah. So it's 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 quick. It's when when we're looking like, what the 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 HBO Now uh, interface isn't really that great. No. But so there isn't a uh, you know continue to next episode feature on it. Mm. Um. So once the episode's done, you know, click back, go to the menu, and, and look for the episodes, and right. then all of a sudden, like, oh shit, we're almost done with the season. Yeah, because yeah. they just they go really fast. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it sounds, and I'm interested to see 18 minutes, like how much con narrative mm-hmm. can you fit in that time? That's crazy. No, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, let's talk about some headlines that we saw. What is that? Is that the train? I don't know. I thought it was screaming. It's probably somebody turned on the water. Oh. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> I like how we had different, like, <laughs> is that a train? I was like, is someone screaming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, there's there's obviously going to be some downsides to living in an apartment. Yeah. Apartment living, like, um... I'm sure. How long have you been living in, in like apartments? About all my life. All my life, pretty uh, much. No, so I came from living in a house to living in an apartment. So yeah, I'm, it's something I had to get used to. Mm, yeah, you know, not, I know. not having that sense of uh, privacy like you do with your own house. When you you go walk outside in your backyard, your front yard, type of shit. Like here, you just exit, and potentially you'll see neighbors. So you gotta run back in. Yeah, that's just like, oh my gosh. Just, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't want to say anything to you. Yeah, I do that too. I peek out and say, okay, coast is clear. You see the sun, see your shadow, and run back in. <laughs> <laughs> that's happened to me once. Well, I get scared of my shadow. Oh my god, I have no idea why. I was gonna throw the trash, and then I look to my left, and I see like just a shadow. I'm like, oh my god, it's my shadow. <laughs> it's your shadow. <laughs> a shadowy figure lurking behind you. And you're like, what is it? Like, what is oh, it's mine. It's just yours. Um, Idris Elba. It's gonna be mm. Knuckles. Mm. It's be the grittiest Knuckles ever. The, grittiest, <laughs> the most like, why is that Knuckles so? Uh, like, I just wanna you know hold that Knuckles. <laughs> why is he so angry? Why is his voice so nice and, and soothing? And soothing. Uh, Idris Elba. That dude is like a, ma- a jack of all trades. Doesn't he do like DJ sets? And I remember does he? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And what I do they call him? DJ Elba. DJ Elba. DJ. DJ Elba. DJ Elba. I don't know what, what he calls himself, but I'm. Sh- I know he in he's headline or he's um. I don't say headline, but he's done like shows that like pretty significant. Uh, uh, you know that type of music, the DJ type of music shows. Mm. And uh, and I know he he was also like a multi multi fighter. 
Oh thing. wow! Yeah, so he's he's in a lot. He can of like shit. play you a nice soundtrack while he kicks your ass. Yeah, yeah. beats the shit out of you. <laughs> oh like, my god! He drops the beat. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> just flies through and the punches <laughs> you in the mouth. Oh my gosh! It just Alba. Uh, I still I, I want to see him as James Bond. I do. It's just Alba. I really do. Yeah. Like as of right now, who do you think will be able to take over that role? I don't think anyone. Anybody? I mean, uh, Tom Hardy, maybe? Tom Hardy, maybe. Um, uh, Jai Courtney? Jai Courtney, maybe. I mean, I want a suave. Um, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. <sighs> <laughs> Just got a little moist. In yeah. <laughs> I mean, we saw him in uh, A Man Called Uncle. Yeah. And Mission Impossible. Man from Uncle. Was man it? from Uncle. Man from Uncle? Oh, Man from Uncle. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Man from Uncle and Mission Impossible. Uh, Mission Impossible. He's reloading his arms. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we saw that trailer. I was like, whoa, holy <laughs> shit. Can you imagine? He comes, you see uh, somebody with uh, Henry Cavill's built just doing this shit. Like cocking his fucking guns. And then you hear that. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> and he's a nerdy ass. He's a super nerd. Yeah, he's like, he plays D&D and WoW and all this. But anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, Henry Cavill. Video I, yeah, he definitely, he built his own PC. Yeah. I have that saved on my Instagram somewhere. Somewhere. Where he's like wearing a tank top and he's just building With a PC. PC yeah. Oh my god. But, uh. To be beautiful and <laughs> attractive and still a nerd. And oh my British. God. British, exactly. <laughs> right? He's walking down the street and like everyone wants to bang him. Yeah. But uh, what are we talking about? Idris Elba. Uh, Idris Elba, right. Uh, 007, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I kind of want like, you know, a suave, skinny James Bond. Like, I'm, suave, skinny? Yeah, I mean, in terms of like, um, you know, less explosions and gunfights and more like espionage. You know okay, I mean? okay. You know, less Americanized stuff. So more akin to the OGs. Yeah. Where it's, it, yeah. It, it, it was like the fight scenes, the, the Sean Connery. Sean and Connery and, and, and there's one Dalton. Tim Deggie, yeah. Timothy Dalton. Dalton, yeah. Uh, I, I get that, you know, but, you know, you, you got to see the evolution of the, the stories. You yeah. Know, the things were yeah. just, uh, the stories borrow from what's going on nowadays where it's not going to go back to the good old days where you know you could just get away with imperialist the good old imperialist days (laughs) yeah 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 of the espionage game you think so you think we can have like a blend to it you know a middle ground because we definitely can like uh casino royale was like that Mm, yeah casino royale there wasn't a lot of like even even skyfall to some extent it it was like it was very espionage trying to figure out what's going on yeah and uh, but yeah, I feel like the evolution of the the double oh seven story, you know, it lends itself to be larger than it, what it used to be now, mm. than it, what it used to be. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, like I, I mentioned before, that the, the 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 connection I have with double oh seven and that being my my dad's favorite uh, movie franchise, uh, and then the the new one, the, what's it called, No Time to Die or something. Yeah, like No that? Time to Die. Daniel Craig's last. That's what he said after the first like one. After three. <laughs> he said that about all of them. So, Vector yeah. and, yeah. I know that I'm going to have to watch that movie multiple times. Yeah. You know, for emotional reasons and then to be able to actually get what's going on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I would like to see Idris Elba. I would like to see Henry Cavill. I would like to see Tom Hardy. You know, yeah, People yeah. who aren't um there you always hear the names being thrown around to to somebody uh, as somebody who to, who would take up over the mantle but i don't know you know maybe there's going to be a lag time between james bonds 
Yeah, I, uh, isn't this James Bond, it's solidified in the canon of James Bond that this, it's not a title anymore, it's a lineage? Well, I, not not James Bond, right. 007. Uh, 007, yes, yeah. thank you, yeah, yeah. 007. 007. But isn't it to a degree James Bond? Because it's like, uh, he has his own property house and there's like a family line for Bonds, for Daniel for Craig Bonds. annual, yeah. And well, wasn't there? In, in Skyfall, <laughs> yeah, vaguely something, yeah. something similar in Skyfall. It, it does um, show a lot. It delves a lot more into the, the his background, his, mm-hmm. his his growing up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was a um, like a like James Bond. He's like here now. You are James Bond. Like right. a mantle bestowed upon him. <laughs> right. But it felt like it felt like his family did have something to do with like the post World War. You know. The, the spy agency like the, the cold war yeah, kind of like of mallory shit. archer sort yeah. of like building the agency yeah mm-hmm. yeah that, that type of shit i see um so i don't know if it, if it is like a like a, a mantle the james bond name passes on to whoever has the 007 mm-hmm. insignia mm-hmm. uh because there's there isn't just the 007 there's you know 006 there's right eight that's there's, what confuses yeah. me where it's <laughs> like you could easily i mean pass it down to like say idris alba Right. Mm-hmm. This is 007. These are the finances. We have to change your name to James Bond. Because... See, but you're you're thinking about mm-hmm. like Daniel Craig ending and then not rebooting the mm-hmm. the movies, right? Like right. continuing right. what Daniel Craig's doing, right. but like they would reboot the movie after every. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could every, I could see, I yeah. actually want that yeah. more than anything. I would like it not to forget about Daniel Craig's iterations, but just a reboot. fresh start. Yeah, yeah, right. Just a reboot. Like, yeah. He's done Casino Royale, Skyfall. Uh, Spectre, Spectre, and then now No Time to Die. Right. So that's four. Four is that usually the movie? roughly, Roughly. but they're he's taking it the longest. Like he's his first one was two thousand six. So what they cast two thousand four or something like that. So Mm. now we're almost twenty years later, and it's been four movies. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! Like the last one came out in two thousand sixteen, and now we're to only twenty one. So that's five years in between. Roughly. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I would be pissed if I was him. <laughs> to well, it looks like, like it looks like he's pissed in general. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just looks like he's in angry mode all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm down. Uh, so yeah, Idris Elba is cast, <laughs> cast as, as Knuckles, as Knuckles. In yeah. Sonic Two, which right. is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's hilarious, and I'm excited simply because uh, Knuckles is my favorite. Yeah. I like the I, mad guy turned good Terminator yeah, yeah exactly exactly thank you <laughs> and it's uh, yeah I went, when people went to Nintendo I went to Sega that was my really? history yeah I went could, to Sega could you not afford a Nintendo yeah no that's definitely, <laughs> that's definitely it I, I didn't have you know the knowledge I had today about mm-hmm. like which is better which is not but I could only afford a Sega Genesis yeah and I, I played Sonic Hedgehog 2 to death so I'm, ex- I'm excited with uh, with Knuckles showing up that's cool. I had a I Sega. I had a Sega. So the, it was the Dreamcast, which was the white one, right? Mm-hmm. I, so I had a Sega Genesis. Yeah. With yeah. that weird controller with the little screen on it. Right. Yeah, that's that what I had. That's thing. I don't know what it's called. Is it the like Dreamcast? Uh, the, the 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 controller handheld. Oh no. Yeah, the hand, I don't know with the big ass battery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. But yeah, I had a, a Sega Genesis, yeah. and I had a, a demo uh, cartridge. Mm-hmm. And Sonic was one of the games, so we would constantly play Sonic. And then one of my cousins, he figured out, well, he didn't figure out, but he knew cheat codes. Yeah. And he wouldn't tell us. Oh my gosh. He constantly just fuck with us with the an cheat ass. codes. Yeah, <laughs> an so there, there is a, an element of nostalgia with uh, the, the Sonic franchise. Yeah. Uh, for both of us, it sounds like. But um, 
like you're excited for Knuckles. I'm excited just because you know Idris Elba. No, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm excited for Idris Elba Knuckles. But I'm also excited. I don't know. Will they bring Jim Carrey back Bad. as Doctor Robotnik? I mean, what's gonna oh, be what the about big bad? The, the, the egg dude. What's the name? The egg Eggman. Dude. Eggman. Yeah. yeah, that's Robotnik. Yeah. So yeah. maybe he's gonna do that transformation. Yeah, it looks like you didn't watch the post credit scene, did you? I did. You did when you showed him in the mushroom. Oh no, land? I didn't see it. No, no you didn't. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it just shows him like he he looks more like the look he's bald. Oh wait, yeah, with the hair, yeah, with the, with the pencil thin mustache. Yeah, 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 I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's, he survived. Yeah. So yeah, he might come back. I mean, is Jim Carrey up like, for it? Is there? You think he's not? <laughs> That's there, true. Well, like aside from Doctor Robotnik in the Sega universe, mm-hmm. in the the, the uh, Sonic universe. Yeah. What other main villain does he have? Because I know Knuckles was a bad guy, right? But at, then later turned, right? Turned right. Good. Uh, Shadow, I mean, I is that, I, the, is that the black? Yeah, the side? black hedgehog or the robot one. But that's that's how he has ties with Robotnik. Uh-huh. So that that's really the only two I can really think. Robotnik has always been like the like the Bowser, the, the main bad guy. Yeah, the main baddie. And, and all the other ones spawn because of him. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. like one, I think Shadow, he was trying to clone Sonic. Mm-hmm. And then the robot one, he was trying to copy Sonic. So it's, uh, he has to come back. Yeah, right? you can't have a Sonic without him. Yeah, but I just want, I don't want it to be boring. Because, you know, in the sense of uh, that we have the same baddie, mm-hmm. the second movie. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't we have something a little bit more different? And maybe Knuckles will fill that void? Maybe he, you know, ups the ante a little bit. Mm. He's willing to, to, you know, cross more barriers. Like in the, in, in the Sonic movie... You know, he would talk to people and then just show a little bit of the crazy. Yeah. But then maybe now he's just going to go full on crazy. Just full on crazy. Yeah. yeah, I could definitely see that. I'm just I'm just a little cautious, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to, it's like, uh, like say, Terminator, and it's, Terminator's the next baddie in the second one. Mm-hmm. But it's not a liquid one. It's just Arnold. It's Arnold. It's just him. another Arnold, right? And it's yeah. uh, and I could see that they could jump the ante, because in Terminator 2, they, it's liquid metal, and this one, it could be crazy Robotnik. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm just interested either if maybe they'll bring Shadow or they'll bring a robot version of Sonic. So Knuckles. Because Knuckles has to turn. Like you said, he was a baddie. So maybe he's a baddie in this movie, Mm -hmm. but then at the end of it, he joins forces to to be Robotnik. Yeah. Because, like I'm saying, it, it, if you want to, like, there isn't a vast uh, array of, of villains to choose from. <laughs> it's like evil Sonic, and it's like Robot Sonic, and then, like, okay. All because of Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. So ultimately, the villain is Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, which is, it's it's great, because I don't like it when it comes from a property that we like, but yeah. it's complicated. Yeah. You know, it's just, Robotnik's the root of evil, and everything spawns from him. Uh-huh. So I'm down for that. Yeah, so when is this going to come out? Like 2023 oh, or something? Yeah, like that? probably. Probably. Yeah. Hopefully, the, the this whole coronavirus shit is. I don't even know if it's going to go away or not. But it's. I was looking forward to Shang-Chi in the theaters. Really? Like, yeah, because they're, they're only making it come out in the theaters. So they're, it's not going to no, come it's not out gonna, on Disney Plus? So I don't know now with. I think Venom was pushed back. Okay. Yeah, Venom was pushed back, so a lot. I think there's another. I think Hotel Transylvania was pushed back. There's some movies that are shifting release dates, yeah. so it's kind of like, oh no, what's happening now? Yeah, it's it's um it's wild. Like when this whole thing first started, I remember listening to a podcast with a uh, 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 virologist, mm. somebody who deals with uh, viruses. Yeah. And he's saying that realistically, 
to go back to the life we had before the pandemic, he puts it at like 2024. 2023 yeah yeah i i could feel that that feels safe i don't know why but that feels like a good amount of time yeah yeah. well like i mean delta is is increasing now it is yeah and it's like honestly like i was gonna go watch suicide squad last week in the theater Mm -hmm. but then with this whole you know mass mandate um that's been signed in la again yeah um which i don't you know i um whatever I'm all for it. I'll wear a mask. I don't give a fuck. I yeah. like wearing masks. Yeah. I'm makes not, me feel I'm nice. Like, yeah. Feel <laughs> I was going to get an Optimus Prime uh, yeah. mask. <laughs> I was gonna get oh, you haven't seen mine? No, I have not. What, do you, what do you have? Just bam. Just oh, no, bam. it's in the car. Fuck. Ah, oh, damn. It's a, it's, a, um, it's a motorcycle gator. So oh. It snaps. It basically covers my whole bottom head. That's awesome. And it has a skull, like a smiling face. Oh, that's... Like the bottom jaw. Like oh. the top of it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Um, when, when has mask fashion been a thing with with the, <laughs> you really you remember like that COVID started around 2020 right yeah right early 20, 2019 when it started pooling into here yeah, but now now we have fashion. mask fashion and people buying custom masks well you know and, you, you know, know. that's whole saying dude like don't let a good tragedy go to waste yeah. people trying to ca- capitalize on whatever way they can make um, like a quick buck yeah uh, but yeah the, this whole uh this whole uh, COVID thing that's just, you know, hitting us from uh, wherever, you know, we're not looking. You know, we, we thought the, the vaccine was going to, you know, make us one step closer to, to normal life. And I think it, in a way it has. Yeah. But I feel like we've become, uh, was it displacent? Was De- that the correct? De- correct displacent? No. Well, we like take it lightly. Yeah, we, <laughs> take, we started taking it lightly. You know what I'm trying right, to say. Right, yes, yeah. <laughs> and that, I feel like that's going to, you know, obviously yeah. going to fuck us it over again. Um, fourth wave, yay. No. Or, yeah, fourth wave. Fourth wave, yeah. But yeah, the, the, the virologist was saying that realistically, like, it is possible to have a vaccine, you know, by the time it, it came out. Mm-hmm. But realistically, everything is going to be in the, this the state of, you know, of covid protocol until 2024 maybe later yeah so i'm like you know just gotta figure out a way not to get it and to survive yeah definitely yeah man yeah, the avocados are good you know? aren't you supposed to put it in like rice to make it go riper um Isn't i've heard rice i've heard beans i've heard beans mm. but look it's pretty it's pretty decent so Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Jeez, you probably should cut into that now. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put them in the fridge. The fridge slows down the, the ripening oh. process. Oh, okay. So That makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, what else we got to talk about? James Gunn. Movies last because they're seen on TV and not in theater. Yeah. Well, yeah. Agree. <laughs> like, it, it's true. Right. Like, you know, right, right. back in the day, the film came out before TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wasn't like, hey, anybody could go to a movie theater. You had to go to uh, like a major city, and even that, that you know, there's yeah. sometimes they would travel. You know, they take the print from like LA onto Chicago, and then from Chicago onto New York, and, right. then, uh, and then back to LA, you know, whatever. Right. And then when the uh, the advent of the te- television came, where the people had their stars in their home every single day, that kind of you know made the whole. Uh, the the longevity of, of things la- uh, avail- uh, possible yeah you know look at you you mentioned uh, I love Lucy yeah I love Lucy yeah there I don't think there's a generation alive 
that doesn't know I Love Lucy. You're right. That's true. It's, it's, I mean, uh, even even his, like, the whole catchphrase. I mean, like, not a lot Lucy, of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not a lot of people know exactly what it is, but they know of it. They do know, yeah. Right. And it's, uh, and it's funny because a lot of the movies that we are brought up in college mm-hmm. that are, like, these pinnacles, like uh, Godfather, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, Citizen Kane, guess where we watched it at? Yeah, like, TV. Our TV. We didn't yeah. watch it in the theaters. We didn't have that sort of nostalgia. Yeah, reading the article, James Gunn said he's never seen uh, Jaws in theaters. Yeah. Like, how's that possible? But I'm like, I've never seen Jaws <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> Me too. I mean, I, I think... I've I'm, never seen Star Wars in theaters. I've, I've seen one A Star Hope. Wars. A New Hope. A New Hope. Yeah, the te- that's what you watch in theaters. Yeah. What I watched in theaters was Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Well, like, and aside, the aside from the, the newer... Oh, the newer the ones. Newer ones. Oh, Empire. Like Empire on the, like, a, like a rescreening and stuff like that? Yeah, okay. a big screen. I mean, it's the Philippines. Like, it's oh. like, who changed? <laughs> like, we have Empire for the last three months. Like, they haven't changed the cartridge or anything like that. It's all scratched. Yeah, it's all scratched. <laughs> There's, like, scan lines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cringe as hell. But, yeah, that's that's why I, I watched Empire. I remember seeing it. I didn't know of it. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. register it. But I do remember the, the whole... significance of it wasn't there for you. Yeah, yeah I remember, you know, I am your, like, no Luke, I'm your father. I am yeah. Your father, yeah. It's weird how that line it gets misinterpreted a lot. Right? In popular culture. <laughs> it's just, crazy. It's weird, and you try not to correct them, and it's yeah. like, you don't well, want to be yeah. that guy. Yeah, because if you correct them, then they'll know. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a different kind of nerd. Yeah, you're different. You're, you're a mega nerd. You're not one of uh, the normies. Out <laughs> the <there>. the normies. <laughs> What? Oh, I didn't read this. What did you have? The Terminator producer won't admit defeat on a prop. So, James Cameron? No, is it James Cameron? No, it's not James Cameron. It's one of the other producers. Huh. And apparently he worked on, I believe, Genesis and... So the, the newer ones? Yeah, the newer ones. But he won't give up on, reha- not rehashing, but trying to remake it on Dark I Fate. I don't understand how the Terminator isn't you know, the last few Terminator movies flop. I'm saying, well, you're right. That's true. <laughs> but my question to you is, how can you make a good Terminator movie without T2. rehashing? Oh, T2. Obviously. <laughs> okay, obviously. One and two. But, like, one and two are mm-hmm. the gold standard. Yeah. How can you remake that and not catch lightning in the bottle twice? That's but true. What can you? what can we make? Yeah, it's the same with Star Wars. Is it, though? I mean, yeah. Star Wars, you can you can skip a gap. Like, you don't tie it to the past. You want to make your own narrative. Yeah. Right? That's, but that's like, the best you like, can you, you look at Star Wars, the mm-hmm. movies we've gotten from Star Wars, there's nine movies. How many of them are actually really good? Two? Two, yeah. Maybe? Right. Yeah. I mean, well, all of them, in my case. But that's, that's like, degrees. Yeah. Right? There, there are some that's cherry-picking. But, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. There's some... I mean, like, like Force arbit- Awakens. Arbitrarity. Mm-hmm. Can you say Empire is amazing movie? No. No, you can't say that? No, I'm just kidding. I can. <laughs> I just wanted to see your, your face scared me. <laughs> no, yes, yes. Empire. Empire. But that's so cliche. Yeah. Right? Everybody says, even the people who weren't born, us, <laughs> during that era says Empire was great. Mm. Right? And then you see people like who they like return and then, you know, that stuff. And then it comes with the prequels and then the sequels. It comes... But with the prequels and the sequels, they always try to either... I mean, well, not the prequels because that was his vision. He wanted Which to elaborate. Prequels? The one, two, and three. 
Okay. Well, um, not the sequels, which is wait, four. Wait. It's just seven, eight, and nine. Okay. That's right. the race saga. Because because technically now, oh, God. four, five, and six. Yes, are you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. The, the logic is not lost on me. <laughs> But uh, with the OGs, the OGs, thank yeah, you. The, yes. OGs. the OGs and then the original, the trilogy, revamp, the revamps and stuff and like then that. The, yeah, the 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 race saga. The, the race saga, yeah. yes, yeah. And uh, the first one, two, and three, I could see that that was Lucas's vision, right? Mm-hmm. He was waiting for the technology to mature Catch up to right. what he wanted to pull off. Yeah. Exactly, but with the race saga, they didn't know whether or not to give homage to the revamps, the the sequels, or the original trilogy. So I could see. Say I don't know in ten years or three whenever they want to do another trilogy, they do like a year or two years or not two years like maybe a generation mm-hmm. after the race saga, everybody's gone, or everybody has moved their own ways and then they yeah. they follow a new hero's journey, but for Terminator, there isn't really room for that. The only the only avenue I could think of explore, exploring the the Terminator saga would be the war. Because mm. we've only seen Terminator Salvation. I like Terminator Salvation. A lot of people, I know a lot of people didn't like Why it. Why did no people like it? Because it's not the Terminator they know, I think. <sighs> but the, the war, seeing like the, like the first two Terminators, well, every Terminator is about <laughs> wanting, uh, coming back to save Sarah Connor or um, so, uh, John. John Connor. John. That's right. To save them because they're the hope. But then in Terminator Salvation, we see that. John Connor's still alive, yes, but the, the the machines have taken over. Right. So I would imagine, you know, give us more about that. You know, don't send a fucking Arnold <laughs> and CGI Arnold back in time to... to right, be, right. No, you're right. <laughs> that, I, I see... I didn't think of that. I mean, I'm thinking within the realm of the Sarah and John, you know, mm-hmm. the, whole, the whole circle, the whole arc. But... And I, I dig Salvation. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it showed the war, like you said. But it would have been cool to see that. See, progress. See what if there was a that, yeah. sequel to Salvation and it was deeper within the war, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, it's, it's something that... You, you, Terminator Genesis, which is the one with... Um, with... Uh, oh God, what's her name? The, the chick from Game of Game Thrones. Game of Thrones, Eyebrows. Yeah, yeah uh, Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark, thank you. And then uh, James Cameron was like, yes, this is my stamp of approval. <laughs> and then when they bombed, he's like, nope, I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And then Dark Fate came out, yeah. and it's like, I'm in here now. Yeah. Like, let me give the director a hard time. And then... And then... Uh, no, 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 no. So, he's like, I'm just doing um, Avatar movies. <laughs> all of them, apparently. Yeah. Like, all at the same time. Avatar 1 through 7. Oh, Lord. Simultaneously. Oh. I don't understand, dude. I don't, I don't get it either. Did That's you see Avatar? I did. Did you like it? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. And I'm not saying it because I wanted I wanted Avengers. Why well, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's it's from the ground. It's pretty basic storyline, right? And it's Dances with Wolves in space. Yeah. I mean, Dances with Wolves was already impactful, and it was a little more grounded. This is just mm-hmm. right the same thing, but it complicates it because it's science fiction. But so their lines in science fiction are always good and bad. Yeah. Right. The humans have a reason for why their their brutality is like that. But the we, ends justify the means. Exactly. Yeah. And but we never see that. Okay. Right. We never see that side because, like you said, it's basic. Yeah. Right? There has to be good and bad. So maybe Avatar two, 
the avatarist is gonna be uh, <laughs> <laughs> the blue. I, I don't know when you said avatarist. I just saw like the character's face. It just bluer, <laughs> like a, like a smart blue, like a hue of blue. Just kind of like, a shade of blue darker. <laughs> oh my god! Might, may, what if it does? It shows the why the the, the, the American Marines or the, the World Marines want to <laughs> right right want to. Uh, kind of, Obtain the unobtainium. Right, right, and, uh, right. Yeah, so I mean, but maybe would I, he though? Would, I, I mean, know. he did, like you said, Genesis and Dark Fate, and I don't know those. I mean, look, I'm not gonna shit, sit here and shit on James Cameron because he's given us some of the the most uh, influential yes. sci-fi uh, properties like known to us. Yeah, you know? yeah CGI. He had CGI, that. Yeah. Terminator One was already its own thing with the mm-hmm. prosthetics, but Terminator Two. Mm-hmm. took it to elevated it to some level that people didn't know was it could, possible. Was yeah. possible I mean yeah. look at the first sequence with all the war not the war but the the tanks the HKs flying overhead and it's all CGI yeah right and then the the, the, the T-1000 yeah the T-1000 yeah. liquid metal the liquid and metal. I remember in a documentary he was like can we do this right it's uh-huh. experimental yeah. right? and he wanted to make it look like this and look like that and it's like maybe <laughs> they didn't know <laughs> but they tried and they didn't and they executed it correct? yeah so like he's He's propelled the filmmaking uh, medium to to heights that probably w- would have never been imaginable, imaginable, you know, a hundred years ago when this whole shit started. Yeah, like, definitely. Like I remember definitely. seeing some of the old, some of the the first f- footage uh, movies, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and it's you know pretty basic linear shit. Yeah. But now you take a look at uh, Terminator, Terminator Two, thanks to what he's what he's accomplishing. To some extent, even Avatar. You know, Avatar uh, at the time was supposed to be like this really technologically advanced uh, 3D, right. even though 3D crashed and burned. <laughs> right, right. Um, even to that extent, you know, I'm not going to sit here and deny his achievements as a filmmaker and as a, a, a pop culture uh, icon. Yeah. But like, maybe you should just go try to figure out what to do with the Titanic. <laughs> Titanic 2 the Titanicist <laughs> Titanicist the Titanicist yeah the the icebergs <laughs> they've come alive <laughs> yeah this time it's personal <laughs> Leo's still alive he's frozen on the one he's like I'm the king of the world yeah but, but yeah yeah. see the only way I think of of, of you know, furthering or doing Terminator again is to show the war yeah. It's something that's been you know harked upon the whole in every movie, the war, the war of the war of machines and stuff like that. Right. We only saw one movie and uh, no no other exploration besides that. So I'm, I'm I have a question. So uh-huh. my opinion about Salvation was it's a pretty cool war film, right? Yeah. So why do you think it didn't catch on as it was? I mean, it had everything going for it. It had Terminator robots. Christian Bale, Christian who at Bale, the time was right. hot shit. Right. War, um, I mean, you can't go wrong without explosions. And What's the dude's uh, name from Common? Avatar? Common? Oh, no. The I don't from know. Uh, Sam Worthington. Mm. He was in it as well. I like the idea. Oh, yeah. I like right. the idea of, of that Terminator. Right. Taking he doesn't like know. a humanoid version of it. He doesn't know. Right. And uh, so I, I think, I don't know why people didn't like it. You know, it's, it's yeah. hard to say why somebody doesn't like it. Maybe they're just you know bitter mm. they 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 just want to shit on everything anyways so you know it could be a lot of it be, 
B because of it's not the Terminator they know and love. Mm. No, there wasn't an, there was an Arnold, but uh, towards the end, right? <laughs> and he was like CGI dub, CGI yeah. buff Arnold from the eighties and right. stuff like that. So right. I don't know. I feel like you know we thank Arnold for his his uh, his uh, participation for the iconic role as the as the T five hundred, right? T five hundred, yeah, T eight hundred, T eight hundred as a T eight hundred. But you know it's time to you know. Pass the mantle, pass the mantle. <laughs> like Rocky Balboa, kind of cybernetic. Extent, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Rocky to, passes the mantle to to uh, Creed, right? Which is Creed's son. Yeah, and then I, it's like out of all the '90s properties. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Even RoboCop, I'm thinking, but Rocky seems like the best one that was able to not only pass the torch and uh-huh. did it in a meaningful way, but did it into a way that it moved it into the more contemporary. Yeah. I mean, Creed 1 and Creed 2, roughly Creed 2 is basically Rocky 4. Yeah. Right? But not everyone has seen Rocky 4, especially in our generation. That's true. Yeah. If he dies, he dies. They don't know their... Exactly. Aside from like, the meme. <laughs> right. If he dies, or it's like he's like steel or something. It's like he's like... It's like punching iron or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's no um, man or something. It's a love yeah, so, so they have to figure out a way, like what the Ghostbusters movies, you know, shaping up to You're be. right. Oh, pass of the torch. Yes. yes. They have to figure out a way to, you know, pass, patch, pass the torch to somebody else. And then... Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of, uh, um, you know, turbulation yeah, right, right. With, within that because uh, Arnold being so iconic in that role. Yeah. You know, the I'll be back. Yeah, right. Like, I'll close, be back. Please, you know. Right. Come with me if you want to live. All right. That, you know, yeah. Arnold. Yeah. Um, but it has to be done if you want to keep the, the, the IP alive. Yeah. I would, you know, who, you know who I think I would give it to? Mm. Um, the Mountain. Sure. From Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the, yeah, big guy, the big ass dude. Yeah, it's like, yeah the Bjorn, Bjornson. Bjornson, oh my god. <laughs> such a Viking. Jeez. Yeah. Bjorn. But don't you, know, you I don't, don't think know he's too movie. huge, though? Well, you need somebody. Like, he's like, post. he's a tank. Like, he can, a, he can touch your ceiling, probably. I can touch my ceiling. All right, that's... Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's not that impressive. Uh, yeah, I thought it would. <laughs> From my... Okay, I can't touch your ceiling. See? Oh, my gosh. See, I... Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Careful. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I'm like... Not even on your tippy-toeing? I'm tippy-toeing, and I can't. And if I jump, you'll probably see my tummy. Yeah. <laughs> see? So, I, I mean, you would have to give it to somebody who's, um, or maybe not. Maybe give it to somebody like a like um, uh, like a sleek, you know, like in Terminator Three, the the mm. Terminator, the chick Terminator, you mm. know, something like that. Just something that to you know properly ensure that the the, the story, the the Terminator saga is gonna go, you know, move forward yeah. and not be stuck in the past with. Uh, you know, Arnold still being. How, did you see the the, the last did. faith or whatever? How, how did it explain that Arnold got old? Uh, it's his skin. It's the skin because it's a it's a exoskeleton uh-huh. with an organic organic skin crafted on top oh, okay. of it. So the skin. So is the skin warm. still ages. It's aging and yeah. Kind of feel like they would have fixed that. I man, there's a lot of <laughs> stuff they could have fixed in Dark Fate. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it definitely. I could definitely see it being like, see, I, I want a passing of the torch, but would you have to reiterate the other movies to pass the torch, or would it have to be the because we the wharf seems like a good step forward mm-hmm. to change it up, 
Yeah. Right, without tying it to nostalgia and Arnold stuff. So how would you pass the torch in the war? Would it be a John Connor passing to someone that passing passing it to someone else, or how would it work? I feel like the passing of the torch has to be the Terminator, Mm -hmm. not John Connor, because we've seen you know four John Connors. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) So it has to be, it has to be the Terminator. Mm -hmm. So I think you know the war. It starts off with the war, so like John Connor's doing his thing or whatever, and then at at the end. You have this, uh, this the the new Terminator sent to hunt him down, mm-hmm. and then you know, just keep it as a villain for the next. Have it be like the main villain for the next for the next one. Mm-hmm. So it, it could be like maybe not you know Terminator five seven the war I guess right no, the salvation <laughs> the war <laughs> it's like we're living in not the war right? yeah Terminator the war I the guess war. you would call it yeah. the warriest of wars like I, yeah I could see I would like it to be more like I don't know if you've seen The Last of Us but The Last of Us was uh, it was from one it was a journey basically mm-hmm. and three it, it crosses over the four seas a year yeah basically so uh, I could see that with Terminator in terms of like they fight and then maybe the midpoint they join like he reprograms it yeah I mean you could be like like basically what Salvation was doing was they they had to stop the new development of the the Terminator right Right. so just something similar to that you know have John Connor have to uh, stop the next iteration of uh, the Terminator T2000 or whatever you want to fucking want to call it right but he fails and the, the new T2000 that's the main villain for the next the next film right you know, like the whole switching uh, you know showing the, the Terminator being the bad guy in the first one and then being the good guy in the second one I don't think you can pull that off anymore right just because it would be expected but I see I, I could definitely see that with the next iteration because like you said with the war and then he fails and it goes it goes back in time uh-huh. so you could easily have the John Connor follow him yeah and be that be Kyle Reese of uh, from the first ones to stop the the new Terminator, but wasn't something like that happen yeah. in the Genesis? <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> no, Genesis is just a hodgepodge of something. Okay. Because Genesis was like, I don't know if you've seen it, no. but I don't care enough to like don't see it. Yeah. But well, no, you have to see it just to see how it feels. But it's uh, like it's an alternate world where if John dies and he became Skynet and he became the next Terminator. So he's the. So wait, what? When Kyle Reese was sent, right? Uh-huh. Right before, after he sent, Skynet was still alive and attacked Kyle, Kyle, uh, John Connor, uh-huh. and assimilated him with uh-huh. nanites, and he became a Terminator from the inside out. So that was a version, one version of, of John Connor. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he right. follows Kyle Reese into Terminator One, but for some reason, Sarah Connor is shorter. And and hotter, and hotter, <laughs> and, hotter. And, and like the T one thousands there already. Okay. Like a couple of years before T two, so it's a it's a me- it's a mess. It, 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 it's, okay. it's a big mess. It, yeah. May, but there's elements of that you could take and right. you could rework it so that it works. Yeah, yeah. Like you okay. said, it's I could see it being like a reverse trilogy uh-huh. where we see the war, and then we go back in time. Why not have a story based around Skynet? In what way? Just the just development like the of Skynet development. and then how it turned from that, from this you know, simple uh, robotics uh, company to 
bringing on the, the end of the days. apocalypse right? <laughs> <laughs> from a simple program to the, the, to the killer of humanity yeah. no yeah I could definitely see that as an avenue they would go around because we never really I mean what about a TV show it, there was already a TV show Terminator TV well, show well the Sarah John, the Sarah the, Connor Chronicles the, yeah yeah which was pretty good until they canceled it on Fox right yes I believe so yeah, yeah I remember seeing um, like, like marketing yeah, yeah. yeah. The Sarah yeah. Connor Chronicles yeah but it was, wasn't it supposed to be like a like a young Sarah Connor like no it's a T, T2 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 okay. Sarah Connor right alright yeah so it's, it's after that she was diagnosed with cancer because in, you know we already know how she died in T3 yeah so it's that gap okay yeah. alright so it bridges the gap between 2 and 3 yeah that's cool but I'm saying like a TV show, just because you you do have more uh, to play with, and you know better story development, better character development. Yeah. Um, so all the, the the TV medium does give you uh, more to play with. For Skynet. For Skynet. Yeah, I, yeah. I could see. I mean, if there's a show about Superman's grandfather's grandfather, <laughs> so like yeah, his great grandfather. Isn't is that Krypton. still on? Uh, it's called Krypton, right? It's called Krypton. Krypton. Yeah, and if I could if I could see that, I could definitely see how the road good and was it good intentions is the road uh, to hell. Yeah, or was it that the same? Sure, uh, something. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I could see Skynet being along those lines. Yeah, so I I I would like to see a, a, either a Terminator movie, you know, based on the war, mm. or a Skynet TV show, mm. which yeah. would be interesting. Yeah, I would. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? We're at two hours. <laughs> no. We spent a lot of time uh, talking about Terminators and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. not really. I don't know if you want to talk about the BAM thing. I mean, we, we oh, covered that Bammer last. Yeah, yeah we covered that sad. last. It's, so that can be our... Yeah, I was talking to my girlfriend uh, earlier today about mm. how I'm happy that Jackass is you know, continuing, but at the same time, I'm sad about it. Yeah. You know, they're, they're all old... Um, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Dunn is gone and then Bamajera um, you know, he's not in the best of uh in the best mindset. So yeah. it's it's unfortunate to see uh people who I don't wanna say I idolized but I I used to watch, you know, religiously on M T V back in the day, back yeah. when it was, you know, barely starting to do uh <laughs> T V shows. Yeah. And then the movies obviously and and you know, seeing that they're still doing it in their fifties and you know, some of them are dead and some of them have some pretty serious issues they need to resolve. Yeah. And hopefully and it like it seems like BAM's issues, you know, any wrong turn could be disastrous. You know, it's hard to say that, to to, to acknowledge that, you know, um but it is true, yeah. and I hope that Bam gets the, the help he, he needs, and uh, yeah, it's fucked up what's happened to him and to, to, to everybody in that, in that cast, but you know, it, it is a part of life, and our job is to figure out a way to be able to live with uh, the curveballs life throws at us. Yeah, and him suing. Paramount. Yeah, him yeah, suing Paramount is fucked Paramount. up. Yeah, it's, uh, I just feel like he's just lashing out. Yeah. At this point, but it's it's definitely a cry for help. Definitely. Yeah. Like it's it's, I saw I remember I saw this video a few years ago when Bam was trying to get back into skating, mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm happy for him. You know, he's he's doing what he loves, but then all of a sudden, I I, I saw reports of him you know, going crazy. You know, had to go back into rehab and all that shit, and drinking and doing drugs, and right. you know, his parents were worried about him. And it was like, oh, this yeah. doesn't. This looks like it's not gonna end well. It's uh. 
the Jackass crew reminds us of our lives. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, not literally. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not we're not drug addicts. We don't jump off roofs and break our legs. <laughs> but in terms of that, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. I am speaking for myself. But uh, in terms of right, we've seen things. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, Steve O, and then we see with stuff that take the left turn like done or something mm-hmm. like that and uh, like Johnny Knoxville and Bam like mm-hmm. we could easily have we didn't grow up with them in terms of like we had posters of them but we we they were always there right right they were like family yeah, to some point like our right? crazy cousins right that was like <laughs> we we never invited but they showed up anyway yeah, always uh, up to no good yeah <laughs> and it, it definitely felt not good but I felt I felt at home you know it, it, to, it's a terrible term to right, say, but like, I know. A, but like no, but like a safe space. Yeah, as, felt, as ironic as yeah, that is. As ironic <laughs> as that is. Yeah, exactly. It felt like you watching. You're like, okay, whatever you know, issues I'm having in my out out like outer life or whatever. Yeah, I'm watching Jackass. It's gonna be okay. I'm here with the boys. Here, yeah, you know, jumping off crazy. things and, and yeah, just, just hanging, not worrying crew. about anything. Exactly. And it's sad to see family members fall out like that. Yeah, it's it's tough, uh, but you know I hope that everything turns out well. I hope that uh, Bam gets the help he needs. Yeah. Uh, I, did they push back Jackass forever? No, not yet. No, not yet. Uh, I, it seems though Paramount is this is just part of the course. Just full steam ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they already <laughs> shot some stuff, obviously in the trailers <laughs> and stuff like that. But I I don't know if this. Uh, you know, one of the founding members of Jackass making a big deal is going to stop a corporate entity. No, I'm thinking about the COVID thing. Oh, COVID thing. No, I didn't hear anything about that. Nah. I think it's just full stream ahead. Full stream ahead. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah, it seems like, I mean, Eternals hasn't been pushed back yet. And Spider-Man is in, is in t- December? Well, that Scarlett Johansson lawsuit is going to do a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like the whole model of uh, this pandemic, um, the pandemic we're living through, the model that a lot of uh, movie companies were adapting was to put it available for streaming. Yeah. And the, having the the clause in, in the, the contract. Yeah, there's, the a fly, there's a fly. There's a fly. Like a fruit fly or something. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Having the, 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 the main source of the, the income that they earn off working the movies come from ticket sales. Right. And then the studios are undermining that, undercutting that. Yeah. That's going to, you know, bring on some pretty significant changes in Hollywood. Yeah. If if anything, AMC, I don't know if there's a global entity uh-huh. for the theaters, like just one speaker for them all. <laughs> but uh, AMC, Regal, and uh, I don't know, Cinemark? Is Cinemark, Cinemark part yeah. of Regal? Or is it a separate thing? I think they're the same. Are Regal, the same? Cinemark. Regal, yeah. Oh, Cin- yeah, Regal. So Regal and AMC, they need to have some sort of dialogue with the studios because they this is territory we haven't really gone through before uh-huh. and we need to make sure that the foundation that this is built upon is agreed for both parties so we can avoid a Scarlett Johansson-esque Well, you look at what's going on in like the music industry what happened with the music industry mm-hmm. where like there's a lot of people a lot of artists who don't make money from uh, selling music, yeah. the records, they make money from touring stuff like that, you know. So, mm-hmm. I feel like to some extent the the movie company had to get a better handle on uh, you know the pirating, yeah, 
aspect of things, but yeah. um, obviously we don't know. There's no way of predicting where we're going to be, you know, tomorrow, yeah. what we're going to be, let alone, you know, five years from now. Yeah. So I'm sure that they didn't have, um, uh, they have the force, the forethought or foresight to, <laughs> to you know, have everything specifically written to the, to the T. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, if, I mean, if, if it is a breach of contract, then what are they going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, it is uh-huh. personally just because you have one contract, you agreed with it, yeah. you overstepped your bounds. Yeah. But it's also it, it's very juvenile simply because it's better you know to ask for forgiveness than for permission. Yeah. So and it seems like yeah they they already have the money, you know they what are they what's gonna have they're just gonna pay her out and stuff like that and there has to be a line drawn between these agreements with the theaters and streaming and stuff like that because simply. It's, Theaters since the advent of TV have been a very slow decline already. Yeah. So this this pandemic just exacerbated everything. Yeah. So now it's on a steep <laughs> downfall, <laughs> right? So down, we have yeah. we have to stop it at some point, or we're gonna have a theater for each city. And we're not gonna have multiple ones anymore. Yeah. We're just gonna have say a theater for each um, uh, a production company. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's weird. It sucks because then the ruling for the television that they can't own theaters yeah. expired last year. Did it? Yeah. The, uh, I, I forgot what they're called, but yeah, the, the the theater companies can't own because, you know, they jack up the prices yeah. and then they undercut. But now that's done. So it, are, are we in point where theaters will be owned by movie companies again? And then... I mean, that's what it looks like. It, it it's the movie going to the movie going experience is something that no matter how much you try you're never going to be able to replicate it you yeah. know the the going to to a theater getting your popcorn your candy or soda whatever sitting there in an air conditioned room mm. uh, with a, a room full of a theater full of like minded people yeah it's it's not going to be the same in your couch you know yeah. your living you could you, know, you could buy your drinks your soda your whatever and yeah. have it here but it's not the same the atmosphere isn't the same the experience yeah. isn't the same yeah especially for these gigantic um, blockbuster movies yeah like, it's like a mini con. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They're saying that uh, they expect the Suicide Squad to to make thirty million, and it barely made twenty three. Yeah. And a movie that big should have been a theater. You know, some something to watch in the theater. I would have watched it in the theater. Oh hell yeah! I would have watched it at Starro. <laughs> Sign me on, man. Starro like, is the main focus that I want to watch. It. When when he showed up, I just started laughing. Okay, I have I, to ask: Does he possess anyone? Do, you, do we see a Starro, mini Starro mm-hmm. attached on someone's face? We do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like, it's yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, it's like the 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 the, the, the top star, the top leg, uh-huh. and then the two. Oh the two. my god! Yeah. Damn it! I should have watched it. Why didn't you? So we uh, next week. We have to talk. You about have it. to watch it, and then we'll 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 do a commentary yeah. on it on next Saturday. Yeah. We'll do, it. do I need to bring my mic, or um, just have one? No, just put it, just set it up, and we'll okay. watch it. All yeah. right, I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, See my genuine reactions. I was I was laughing because I had I would have never guessed I mean, in any world <laughs> that they would have made a star. <laughs> <laughs> it's ironic because it's like, oh my gosh. The Holy Trinity, they're on the screen, big screen. 
couple of years later, oh my gosh, Starro, Starro <laughs> is on the big screen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. yeah, it's akin to that. Like, holy shit, the Holy Trinity. And like, holy shit, Starro. Starro. <laughs> it's, did, uh, was he always um, like a face hugger? Yeah. I've, I, remember, I vaguely remember seeing where, where they would attach to like the chest. I don't... That might have been the old comic, the original comics. Uh-huh. I want to say that is uh-huh. because... Uh, you're right. I do. I remember the cover. It shows all of the Justice League fighting Starro in the ocean, mm-hmm. and then I have another image of you know the face hugger variant. So yeah. the face hugger variant might be something that's recent, uh, early. Okay. Yeah, because that makes sense. I but, mean, yeah. but Starro. Starro. Yeah, Starro. If they if they do the whole thing where Batman gets one Starro, like he defeats Starro, he becomes a small version of Robin, <laughs> and then he thinks he's the dad, so he's following Batman around like he's Robin. Then I'm I'm all down for that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um. Uh. So yeah, I guess we're at the end of the show. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. The, the wrap up music from like the 70s. Yeah, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we hope to, we hope that you enjoy the show. Keep listening. Tell your friends. Tell your families. Help us out grow, to grow the show. Get some yes. popularity. Great things in Great the future. Things. Hopefully, to come. Yeah. It, but it all depends on uh, us building, being able to build a. But fan base. Yes, definitely. So, thank you. Yeah. You know, eternally grateful for the people, a few of you who uh, do listen and do share. Thank you. Da, da, da.